local. Man, are we excited about that or what? No. Anybody out there got one of them radios? No. Oh. God, is that thing real? No. She was an intern for the president. Early on, she wasn't sure what it meant, but he would show her. Should show, 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 show her. He took her on a tour of the Oval Place. And when they were through, he held her by her face. And he said, Lower. La, 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 lower. La, 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 lower. Uh, what to make two four uh, six Monica Penisgate on our poll yesterday <laughs> number six crack didn't crack the top five okay that fat disgusting slut <laughs> with her presidential knee pads nobody really gives a flying crap especially in retrospect but nevertheless we just got too many numbers I was speaking of some bad numbers we always every day get this out of the way first you have to almost search for these stories anymore because uh, it's just uh, not big news no more it's not good for morale oh. Roadside bombs have claimed more American lives, killing three U.S. soldiers in separate attacks in Baghdad and Sunni Muslim areas to the north of Baghdad. At least six soldiers were wounded in the attacks, one critically. And you won't hear no more about the injuries and about that stuff unless somebody dies, because it's only the dead, the number. Right. Not the names, just numbers. And then, uh, you know, they could have, like, both arms and legs blown off, or and uh, we don't hear about that. Because it's not good for business. It's not good for El Presidente. Now, getting back to a fudge gate. Now, let's see, how many, there were ten. Those ten people, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves, okay? Well, fourteen now. Fourteen people voted as the biggest scandal of all time. John Kerry Fudgegate, a la Miss Drudge, who's just hyperventilating now, trying to justify and rationalize the fact that he put a bunch of rumor and innuendo and scandal on there. The story is now that the Clinton people, the Clinton people were backing Wesley Clark. They were the ones that circulated that rumor in the first place. You ready for that? Yeah, right. That what? 
They were pulling the strings behind the scenes for Wesley Clark, and they were going to do whatever uh -huh. they could to derail Kerry. So they were on the Wesley Clark bandwagon. Gore, you saw on the Dean bandwagon, and you saw that <laughs> went into crapper almost immediately. Nobody, none of these people were on the Kerry bandwagon. Right. So he lifted himself up by his own bootstraps, except, of course, Jane Fonda, who magically oh, appeared right. in that phony doctored picture. <laughs> Commie, traitor, whore. Follow the bouncing balls, boys and girls, okay, because it's American politics at its worst. But a statement released yesterday by Alexandra Poilier, Poilier, whatever her name is, has been the subject of rumors linking her to Senator John Kerry, who looks a little scary. For the last several days, I've seen Internet and tabloid rumors relating to me and Senator John Kerry. Because these stories were false, I assumed the media would ignore them. It seems that efforts to peddle these lies continue, so I feel compelled to address them. I have never had a relationship with Senator Kerry, and the rumors in the press are completely false. Whoever is spreading these rumors and allegations do not know me, but should know the pain they've caused me and my family. I'm in Kenya. Can you believe it? I'm in Kenya with my fiancé visiting his family, and we ask that the press respect our privacy and leave all of us alone. A statement by Terry and Donna Poilier, the parents of Alexandra. We've spoken to our daughter. The allegations that have been made regarding her are completely false and unsubstantiated. We love and support her 100%, and these unfounded rumors are hurtful to our entire family. We appreciate the way Senator Kerry has handled the situation and intend on voting for him for President of the United States. How do you like that? There you go. Yeah. Miss Fudge, stick that in your uh, busy butt. Rectum. Okay? In your busy bonnet and your busy butt. You busy body. Piece of crap. Yeah, I guess he gives uh, his, his ass gives new meaning to the term busy body, huh? Boy, can you imagine the parade? I guess all the people I used to show up at, uh, what's his name that got shot and killed? What's on the his beach? Name? You know, Gino, uh, oh, Johnny Versace. Oh, Johnny. I guess that crowd, they're all, they're all high-tailing it, high-assing it down to a Miss Fudge's joint. <laughs> Wouldn't you think? High-tailing well, he's, he's got, it. he's got that magnifying glass <laughs> yeah. out there to see if he can find anything. He's checking out the boxer shorts. <laughs> okay, here's the result of yesterday's poll. We got a lot of numbers, man. Oh, look at that. What? I can't believe it. What the hell did I do with my glasses? Oh, no. They're gone. That's one of those ironic things. You need your glasses oh, to find your glasses. Can you believe that? They disappeared. Well, I'll find them eventually during the break. No, I don't need the glasses to read this, but I just happened to notice they disappeared. Just hold it out me a far. little bit unsettled being old and blind. No, we need only one more vote for 1,700. Right? Right. So let's dilly-dally. Yesterday we impressive. asked which of these do you think was the biggest scandal of all time? Invasion of Iraq based on lies, 557. Well, I shouldn't, I should, can I refresh it? What do you got? I just refreshed it. I got 17 even. All right! 17 even. So I got 1701. I got an extra one just for the weekends. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal of all time? Invasion of Iraq based on lies, 558. The 2000 election, 385. I got a great, very short story, okay, by Danny Schechter of uh, the News Dissector. He's, that's his uh, thing, I his see. bag. It's on our website, but I'm going to read it. It's uh, fabulous. 2000 election scandal, 385. Uh, Priest child abuse scandal, 265, which is getting bigger and worse by the minute. They're finally starting to admit a few numbers, which you know is just the tip of the iceberg. Watergate, 135. The O.J. Simpson murder charges, 101. Monica Penisgate, only 67. Thought that's a big scandal, the biggest. Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick with two Ds, 61. You know what the other D stands for? No, what? Death or drowning. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe death by drowning. Warren Commission uh, report, 42, nothing but a cover-up. Iran-Contra, 27. Michael Jackson, child molestation charges, 21. John Kerry and Drudgegate, 15. They're still voting for it, in spite, you know, 
Those those are the real dyed in the wool Bush lookers because they're peeing in their pants that they know Kerry, who's ahead by five points in the polls again, the latest poll of Bush. They know Kerry's going to wipe the floor with them. Vatican banking scandal 13. Gary Condit, Sean Relieve, six. Robert Blake murder charges only three. And Gary Hart and Donna Rice, small potatoes only a pair. Only two votes for them. We've got over, you know, remember yesterday I said our hot couples contest? We'd have over a thousand votes by the time we sat down this morning. Yeah, you were wrong. We've got over two thousand votes. Oh! And some of them are actually for real. I don't know which ones, and of course we don't really care. But right. boy, it's gonna, it'll take a while to go through all of that. So go to that, and of course a lot of people who may have been on vacation yesterday away for a three day weekend, we got Hallie's Berries on our website too as an added inducement to go and win a doubt. Check them out. From the movie, uh, what? Swordfish. Swordfish. With the unctuous John Travolta. Yeah. And Bad flick. Good explosions. Bad flick. I see. Anyway, New York Times reports illegal Florida vote purge three years after killing the story. News dissector Danny Schechter, formerly of ABC's 2020, asked how the Times could editorialize on a story they never ran in the first place. He says the New York Times lead editorial Sunday was about how America doesn't vote. It featured proposals for many reforms to guarantee Americans the right to vote and have that vote counted. Its lead paragraph has as its second sentence, In 2000, the American public saw in Catherine Harris's massive purge eligible voters in Florida how easy it is for registered voters to lose their rights by bureaucratic fiat. The editorial goes on to quote the U.S. Civil Rights Commission's findings documenting how people falsely designated as felons were struck from the polls. When I read this, I called investigative journalist Greg Palaz to read it to him. Greg appeared in Counting on Democracy, a film I directed on the voting debacle in Florida. He was the first top journalist to report on the voter fraud, but not in the U.S., but on the BBC in England, of course. What, he shouted at me on the phone? You must be kidding. He couldn't believe it because the New York Times refused to carry the story at the time when it might have done some good. It didn't even report on the Civil Rights Commission's findings and references in the editorial, only on Republican objections to those findings. You would think that the massive purge they cite in 2004 might have been news fit to print back in 2000. The Washington Post carried Greg's article on the subject, but until June of 2001. The nation ran it in follow-ups earlier. CBS News wouldn't run it. Greg was told by a staffer because Harris' office denied it. Huh? The whole sordid story of big media response to his findings appears in Palaz's book, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, and was carried first on Media Channel. This is so strange. Remember the heavily hyped media review of the balloting? The New York Times was one of the key newspapers in the consortium. The findings were delayed and delayed and then reported in such a confusing manner you'd need an MIT degree in linguistics to puzzle out what it was saying. An airplane crashed that day knocked it out of the news altogether. Later, the New York Times' own investigative reporter who supervised the media review told me on camera, and it's in the film, that Al Gore won. Does any of this make any sense? A top reporter challenging the mainframe of the story is published, and an editorial three-plus years later citing as alarming and as a fact a massive purge that it never reported or explained. One more thing, Greg noted, they're still not making it clear that most of those who were purged were black. And Natch, likely Gore voters, surprise, surprise. Right, Stanley Shepard. So there you go. New York Times finally gets around to it now that, uh, you know, the bodies aren't even warm no more. A disgrace. Let's see, what is this? Did Neanderthals breed with humans? What is this all about? Uh, caveman stuff. Satan. Oh, it's more propaganda. scientific, more that uh, witchcraft, man. Yeah, but it's about as uh, fossilized Israeli poop. More the uh, the handiwork of the devil. I can smell it right on the page. I can smell the devil's Rectum. hot ass right out of that tail. Smell the fossilized poop. Fossilized human feces, tens of thousands of years old, are helping scientists answer one of the most intriguing questions in anthropology. Did early humans interbreed with the Neanderthals and move to South Florida or maybe to Tennessee? Researchers are sifting through the detritus. <laughs> Careful how you detritus. Oh, I think there's only one last day that we can actually say this on the air. 
so we can say that they're sifting through the crap of two Stone Age cave sites in Israel to find oh, samples of human excrement of human crap. Sorry. That could be analyzed for DNA and point to signs that Neanderthals and anatomically modern humans had children together. Oh, my God. I know who one of them is. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one just had a surprise birthday party Friday night. The thick-set Neanderthals seem to have almost disappeared by the time that the first modern humans, the Cro-Magnons, arrived in Europe and the Middle East some 50,000 years ago. Oh, that messes with our Bible stuff again. 50,000, yeah. you're wrong. More handiwork of the devil. But there has been intense speculation about whether the Neanderthals died out completely or left some hybrid descendants, most of whom live in the southern U.S. Heinrich Ponar of McMaster University in Ontario, Canada, said, A, that a project to analyze the genetic material of human coprolites, fossilized stools, could help solve the mystery of, by looking for hybrid Cro-Magnon Neanderthal DNA from the same individual. He said, I take Cro-Magnon DNA and probe for Neanderthal DNA. If they interbred and the DNA is from Neanderthal, I'll pick it up as obvious interbreeding. Paleontologists know from bones and artifacts that the Israeli caves were inhabited almost certainly at the same time by Cro-Magnons and Neanderthals, like the ones who are killing each other in the Middle East right now, so it's an obvious place to look for signs of interbreeding. He said, when you take sediments from a cave, the majority are feces that have just been trampled in time over time. They've been trampled in feces, okay? <laughs> kind of like when you come to the QM elevator. 10.13 at 5.60. Speaking of feces, how's Todd Dreck doing? You know, last time you looked at it, guys, you decided it's just too small. It's like Todd Dreck. It's small and useless. It doesn't impress women no more, and it definitely doesn't last as long as it used to. We're talking about your, it begins with a P, paycheck. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN if you really want to get out of your rut, if you're really looking for a life. If not, just stay working for a minimum wage. But if you want to make a big change for the better, call Fast Train and start a brand-new high-paying computer career. Because in just four short months, Fast Train can help you get a new high-paying computer career. The demand for computer professionals is growing like crazy. Todd, of course, is not. With seven locations, Fast Train's about to have a campus nearby you. They offer you job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify, and with day-night weekend classes, no excuse to stay in your dead-end job no more. So pick up that phone and call them today because now you can have a big, fat paycheck that will stretch pretty damn far. Check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com. But make that call. Get off your ass. Pick up your instrument and call uh, once and for all at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Kaka, poop, pissing. What else? What am I missing? I don't know. The smelling mint introduces the definitive collection for the anal retentive. The feces of the species series. Yes, we are pleased to pass on to you the most exotic animal droppings collection available today. Our animal doodle replicas are handcrafted of the finest pewter. Order today and your first stool will arrive in two weeks. A classic cow chip. The real you can almost smell it. You'll marvel at the attention to detail and be amazed at the enormity of the elephant and the cuteness of the bunny bullet. Order today and you'll receive our special bird series. See what it looks like before it hits your windshield. Be a part of this powerful movement. There's no time to waste. Call now. The feces of the species collection is going fast. Speaking of feces, here's our first call of the day. WQM feces line. Hello. Hey, Mr. Neal. What's up, Yes, buddy? sir, Mr. Caller. What's the, what it be? Yeah, go right ahead, dickhead. 
So anyway, let's uh, take a look. 2,300 votes almost on the poll. Yeah. Are you with me? I'm with you right here. Or again me. <laughs> 22, as Bill Calder used to say, friend or foe. Uh, 2,290, uh, well, i got to get all the way to the bottom here, and if I do it this way, it's going to take uh, 2,295. I'm only going to do this once a day because otherwise it'll kill a half an hour of the show, and we don't want to do that. So but I get a lot more good calls like that first one on, right? Right. Monica and Brian are leading with 519 in our hot couples contest. Sarah and Sean, 316. And don't don't get panicked, anybody, because uh, the tremendous swings one way or the other, depending right. on who's cheating the best. I mean, uh, Karen and Joe got 196, 198, like I said. Jesse and Jeffrey, 191. Uh, who are these people? Carmen and Carlos, 150. Remember Carlos? No. Oh, yeah. Aaron and Brandy, 115 for Aaron and Brandon. Also, a couple of those are holdovers from last year. They tried it. Uh, Davida and Gabney, Garvey, Ed Garvey, 92. Jessica and Henry, 86. Man, oh man, there's like 35 of these. I'm not going to read them all. Carmen and Danny, 84. And Andy and Billy got 49. After that, it's uh, downhill from there. I'm not going to read them all for crying out loud. Take, it would take till noon. That would be bad, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. That would probably be a good idea. No, we got too many fish to fry, including a lot of good calls like that first one. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I was wondering why uh, on that poll about the bands, the best bands in the last 10 years, that you guys didn't have Creed on there. Probably because you didn't call in and suggest it. Well, it's pretty difficult to uh, get through these days, you know, Neil? I know, it's tough. Man. It's tough. Okay, next time, man. Okay, thanks. Okay. See, that's another Indian guy. He's upset. Is he? No, I'm just... Well, the oh. Indians are pissed off about everything. You know, the redskin thing. All What's the, the latest thing they're all bent out of shape about? Outcast, your favorite band. Oh, that's right, Outcast. Uh, they're all pissed off and fired up. We had to have another CBS apology. Everybody, the French are in Quebec are all pissed off. Conan O'Brien and Don Cherry. And everybody's all uh, politically incorrect. I'll screw them all. You know, I'm sick of it. We oui. Tired of it. Le Francis Cochon. All the crap that's going on in the world, these people. Just like uh, Miguel, your buddy there. Oh, man, he is... Uh, seriously, what are we going to do? Let's send him over to Dr. Ack Ackland, or whatever his name is, on Passions. Dr. Atkins? Dr. Ackland. Oh, speaking of Atkins, his wife was on last night. We'll get to that. Just uh, don't push me. So Miguel comes in this morning. What is he worried about? He needs a lobotomy. He's worried about the fact that Beyonce, the side of one booby, evidently made it... Um, oh, I was out taking a crap when you guys were talking about that, apparently. Uh, it flashed, but it didn't make it on air, because TNT had the seven-second delay going in the NBA All-Star game. I mean, does anybody connected with the show care about the NBA All-Star game? No. Hopefully Josh doesn't care about that, does he? No. <laughs> if he enjoys that dollar thirty-five cent an hour he's making. But uh, no, I just don't care about that. So did I watch it? No. Do I have any interest in it? No. I mean, Beyonce's booby would be nice. We'd love to have that on our yeah, website. Beyonce all over the place. Oh, I want to tell you something. We had almost a half a million hits on the website yesterday just with, uh, I mean, the hot couples contest helped. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Halley's Berries, I think, was a big incentive. Plus, of course, the picture of Howard Dean, the sc human scream machine, doing his thing with Janet's Jackson booby. Oh, man. He is squeezing that thing so tight it's about to burst. Ain't he? Maybe that's why he's screaming so loud. You know, I don't know what to make of him. Whoa, he just... Uh... That's, she's got those pointy spikes on that uh, brooch there. So when he, yeah, uh, he that, maybe, maybe he hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. Down and, uh, yeah. Maybe he reached over there thinking he would grab a little nip and instead got a little clip. Got a prick on his finger. 
Why don't you ask Duff what I was talking to him about this morning again before you start making comments like that? What were you talking to him about? His date with the beast. Uh, anyway, I was just about to say something very important before you threw me way the hell off. Oh, about Howard Dean. I don't uh, know what he's thinking about. Does anybody have any idea what this man... He he keeps talking uh, like like a dead man, like Don Imus. I don't know what he's thinking. I mean, well, uh, if he doesn't win in Wisconsin today, uh, it doesn't make no difference. He's going to go on and he'll pick another state where he might have a chance. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting for Super Tuesday is what he said. He's a little deluded. He is just uh, lost it. I think I, I think the minute he let out that kishrai, I think something popped in his... Uh, in his forehead, and that was the end of him. He does look just like an older Joe Costello. You'll see. When Joe Costello, how old would you say Dean is? About 50? All right. They're about, you know, give or take. When Joe Costello gets to be 50, I guarantee you, uh, I'll be pushing up daisies. But you'll see. All right. I'll mail you a picture. Hey, yeah, mail, put, put a picture on my tombstone. We're going to have a slot installed. Now, here's the poll for today. I got just too much crap going, although we do want to take a lot of really good calls today. QM, hello. Not there. See, that was oh, that's the best one so far. No, the guy with Creed, he was all right. How many weeks was he behind? About 30, man. A little bit slow, but better late than never. What does he mean? It's so hard to get through to me with screenless these days. What is that all about? I don't know. There are no lines ringing even right now. Even the, the nutcases aren't called in yet. They're waiting for the sign, for the signal, okay? I give them the high sign. It's that secret code that us, uh, you know... Crazy people use. <laughs> here's the poll today. We got two, four, six, eight, nine choices for you, and they're already voting on there. Oh, here's one of them. WQAM. Hello. Jumba. I told you. Which of these applies to you? I voted for Gore. Well, should I read the results we got so far? I better not. Okay. Well, whistle the tune. I want to see if I can find my glass. I know exactly where they were when I went to take that uh, late dump this morning, which I never do. I usually do a very good job the first time. But when hey, I took um, that secondary, yes? May I ask, uh, Big Nips, no. we don't care about this fact. Stop sending it. It doesn't matter how many times you send it. I'm not going to send it. What, what is it? It's uh, a, a, a five-page fax of all of these emails uh, that are going around about what the Democrats said before the war in support of Bush and the war to show how hypocritical Not interested. Yeah, right. Not interested, okay? This is a fun show. This is an entertain. See, what we do is we suck the audience in, if I can say that, with pictures of Halle's Berries and Janet Jackson and stuff like that. And then we put a few interesting articles on there, too, in hopes that just my, by accident they might fall across one of them. You know what I'm saying? Devious dog. Yeah. Which is just the way we do it on the air. We play a lot of <laughs> fart sounds, and then we figure, you know, the jackasses that listen to the fart sounds and sit and rub themselves silly uh, listening to it, they might actually hear something and learn something at the same time. I guess I better do the break, and then we'll do the um, poll. I beg your pardon? Huh? No, it's a subliminal message. So how's Duff doing on that project he's working on? <laughs> Could you be more specific? And what, is the beast not with us? Is he ill? Is he's he ill? Or is he got... What you talking about? He's in, I didn't hear him this morning. I heard Zach. That wasn't no. the beast. That was Zach on there with Joe. No, the beast is present and accounted for. Is he? <laughs> well, what, so in other words, uh, Joe's got... How can uh, Joe be in a room with those two at the same time? <laughs> And then you throw Mo in there. Absolutely. Holy crap. Talk about a, uh, a ton of fun. Man, oh, man. Then all we need, and there's the humper. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> and then if I come back to that town, well, that building will sink into the ground of the foundation. 27 past 10, although we do like uh, Build Me a Buttercup by the foundation. You'll hear that at the top of each hour on Magic 102.7. Hey, if your weight is about like 302.7 and you want to lose some of that, you know, sitting around watching Dr. Atkins' wife wringing her hands on Larry King, that will not help you lose the weight. Balance for Life can do it, though. 
If you've tried all the others, the low carb and the low this and the uh, Dr. Stillman, if you tried every diet under the sun, you're still a big tub of waddling crap like the beast. You know, we tried him on Balance for Life. He was doing great. He lost 50 pounds on it, and then he decided he's just a lazy slob, and he's happy being that way. On the other hand, Katrina's lost about 20 pounds, and I guarantee you, she's not going to go back to be in the tub that she used to be, is she? No chance. Balance for Life, based on his own diet, they prepare fantastic, delicious, fresh food, nothing frozen, no preservatives, and they deliver a little black sack to your door every day. That's how this thing works. By 6 a.m., there it is. You reach outside the door. That's all the work you have to do. Inside the sack, Three hormonally balanced gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, even a 16-ounce bottled water. It's all in there. And the weight pours off your ass like crazy. The reason being that there's enough food to keep you five feedings, for crying out loud, to keep you satisfied and full all day long. And it's delicious stuff, too. Nothing prefab, like I said before. So if you want to really lose that weight, get with the real proven, controlled weight loss, eat healthy lifestyle of Balance for Life. No shopping, no calorie counting, no carb counting. All you do is fill out the menu once a week. That's all the hard work you have to do. Call Balance for Life today and get yourself started. You'll see results in a matter of days. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or check them out online at balanceforlife.com. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. In the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. Need to rub it on my breath. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. It puts the lotion. In the basket. I said, Doctor. I switch my BB in my legs. I say, Doctor. I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy. Are the lambs quiet today? I said, Mommy. I want to look more like a woman. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee-pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Ten thirty-two at five sixty WQM. Happy Tuesday to you, Mad Dog at two, the Humper at four. You got the big oh at seven at what? At huh? NFL Combine. Now what the hell is that? I mean, I realize I'm supposed to know about those stupid golf tournaments and tennis tournaments. What the hell is NFL Combine, Josh? Josh. That's where they, uh, you know, they test all everybody's like speed and agility for the NFL. All the tests, you know. To do what? You know, how about see how fast like the guys how about are? If they give the big oh. a mental test. How would that be? Sounds good. Only on QAM would you hear somebody broadcasting from the NFL Combine. For a minute there, I was thought it said the NFL Columbine. Eddie K at ten and Joe and Mark overnight two to five in the morning. Then of course it's our good close personal buddy and, uh, and sidekick Squeaky. Joe Rose eight to ten every morning. That's the lineup here on QAM. Any interest? No. I didn't think so. Here's our poll today. Which of these applies to you? Nine choices. Uh, I guess I'll read them the way that they're coming down, right? Because otherwise yeah. it'll be pretty confusing. A lot of people voting already, 156 votes. I haven't even given the poll yet. I voted for Gore in 2000, and I'll vote for Kerry, 98. I voted for Bush in 2000, and will again, 17, 
I'm too stupid to vote 11. Stay home, please. I didn't vote in 2000, but probably some of those people voted for Buchanan. They're in Palm Beach County. Ooh. I'm too stupid to vote. You know what I mean? Oy. Old Jews for Buchanan. He's not on the ballot this time. But Alf Landon will be on there. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004. Ten. Well, that's a good sign, right? Yeah. Although we probably should have, uh, I don't know. Shouldn't we have, like, narrowed that down a little bit, more specific? Like what? Like who they're going to vote for. That's the purpose of this poll today. I mean, it's not scientific. It's just for fun. I voted for Bush in 2000, but I'll vote for Kerry, eight. I voted for Nader, but this time Kerry, uh, six. Nader is going to run again, by the way. Mm-hmm. We had that on the other day. I didn't mention it because it makes me puke. I mean, you talk about an ego, a freaking ego. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, I voted in 2000, but I won't this year, five. I really don't know why. I voted for Nader, but this time Bush won. And uh, I'm not old enough to vote none. They better damn well be in school, especially after getting a busman's holiday yesterday, right? Right. Bunch of punks in school with their little pencils and papers and uh, crap, condoms, spitballs, drugs, weapons, sharp weapons, knives, switchblades, things like that. Priest, speaking of that, what did you just say? Huh? Nothing. Priest and scandal dies, see? And this is, we're not even getting to the uh, survey about all the priests. About 4% of the priests already are out of the closet as far as uh, being child molesters. We're not even talking about the ones who haven't been uh, caught yet, or the ones, uh, you know what I'm saying? All of the rest? All of the rest, like the other uh, 95%. Right. WQM line 6, hello. A Catholic priest was found dead two days after denying he sent a 1995 letter that accused his bishop of being part of a ring of homosexual Albany priests. I better read that again. A Catholic priest was found dead two days after denying that he sent a 1995 letter that accused his bishop of being part of a ring of homosexual Albany priests. The Reverend John Minkler, 57, was found dead Sunday in his home in suburban Waterfleet. The death remains shrouded in mystery. Police won't say how or when Minkler died. Do you think that's uh, connected with the Shroud of Turin? Shrouded what? The Shroud of Waterfleet. What's that look he was like? very disturbed that his name was associated with the letter, and he wanted to assure me that he was not its author. Albany Bishop Howard Hubbub said, Hubbard uh, said yesterday. Hubble. Minkler was ordained in 1972, had been chaplain of Stratton Veterans Medical Center in Albany for about 20 years. This is a tragedy no matter what are the circumstances, Hubbard said. A priest has died, and I have great sympathy for his family. They'll be very much in my prayers. A copy of the 1995 letter supposedly sent to the Archdiocese of New York in Manhattan surfaced following a press conference last week called by a lawyer who has represented several alleged victims of sex abuse by a priest. The Albany Diocese, in a statement issued yesterday, said Minkler was identified as the letter's author in a subsequent TV news report. The purported letter to the late John Cardinal O'Connor was denied by Minkler in a written statement, and no such letter was found in the files of the Archdiocese, according to the Albany statement. Hubbard also finds himself facing a new accusation. Last week, an upstate man said Hubbard had a sexual relationship with his brother, Thomas Zelay, 30 years ago. Zelay committed suicide in 1978. I just huh. mentioned that in passing. Coincidence. See, that's another reason you don't have so many of these people coming forward. Right. Right now to say, oh, I was molested by Father uh, Hubbard or whatever the hell it was uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Because a lot of those people have committed suicide hey. or died. Cardinals and bishops don't have people killed, Michael. Oh, who's being naive now, Jorge? 187 votes. I, I think we need to well, just leave it. There are too many choices on there already. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. I voted for Bush in 2000 and will again 11.2%. That's I, I, You people really seriously need some help. You just, you're just you hopeless. This is like preaching to the uh, evangelist crowd. Now, Gornish Telfin, 
There is right. nothing you can say or do. Just like that story about the uh, feces of the species, you know, the stuff, the, the 50,000-year, um, right. uh, all these Satan things. planted it. He put it Let there. me say it again. If you believe the Bible, you have to believe that the uh, uh, world is 6,000 years old. Only a moron, only an imbecile, only an idiot would believe that. Only a fool Satanic would admit to that. You know what really makes me sick? They're just showing out of the corner of my eye I saw it. That A-Rod crap, you know? I don't want to get into sports, but why even bother, you know? I mean... All of these sports, hockey is going to miss a whole season next year because of this, and baseball never, they keep saying, oh, well, we're not going to continue this, the owners aren't going to keep doing it, and they do keep, they keep do do doing it. Sure paid off for Texas, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, they finished last place every year that uh, A-Rod played there, now the Yankees are going to, uh, uh, it, it's just ludicrous. As George Steinbrenner just keeps writing the checks, writing the checks, he owns MSG, so he's got millions and millions and millions of revenue coming in the other owners don't have, plus his own millions and billions. And he's just a big, fat, pompous ass with that stupid-ass TV show that Donald Trump has got between the two of them, man. They make me just want to barf. Two birds of a feather, you know? How much do you need? How many billions third, man. do you need before your ego is uh, fully satisfied and you just get out of our face? How get away from there? us all. How, huh? how many billions are there? The George Steinbrenner and Donald Trumps and uh, all of these people, at least uh, Bill Gates, whom you hate, at least he's doing a hell of a lot for charity. I'm not yes, saying that is. these other guys might not. What? Yes, he is, I'll admit. Yeah. I mean, he's an asshole and a twerp, and he just makes me sick to see him. But at least he's doing some good things. Ted Turner, there's another one. Right. Maybe one of the luckiest people on the face of the globe. Got religion. He got religion. He uh, got rid of Jane Fonda. Stuck her over there with John Kerry in that phony picture we've been looking at. <laughs> huh? Tommy yeah, nobody else will take her. Let's stick her over there under John Kerry. He looks kind of scary. Let's uh, probably uh, Miss Fudge had something to do with that. It wouldn't surprise me. He's good at fudging. It's what I'm hearing. I wonder what he's finding on him underwear. Hey, you think there's any stains on him? <laughs> Let us know what you find, Matt. Well, he's also good at finding stains. He's the stain inspector. You didn't know that, didn't you? Since Jane, yeah, I knew that. First, it was the blue dress with a stain, and now he's looking on them undies, on them under panties. And stain rhymes with Jane Fonda. Which of these applies to you, we're asking. We got 202 votes already, pretty damn quick. I voted for Gore in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry this time. 124. All right. All right. I voted for Bush in 2000. Well, again, 23. Is George going to vote? No. Can George vote? No. Is George going to be deported soon? Yes. I didn't vote in 2000. Now, what about Josh? Do you vote? No. Why not? Are you under 18? No. 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 I just, uh, I see it as... Do you have a voter's... Do you have a voter registration card? No, I don't. Why not? I kind of see it as who's ever in the office, it's really not going to change my life. So, you know. You know, it's going to be interesting when you're wearing that nice outfit and you're going to be goose-stepping along, taking orders. You might be singing a different tune then, mister. Typical young punk, man. Oh, it doesn't make any difference to me. not going to change my life. Right. Already has. Right. So that when they outlaw, in fact, when this show gets outlawed and you're out on the street with your thumb out, then we'll have to vote. <laughs> yeah, then maybe you think about voting, getting a voter registration card, you putz. See, this is one thing in South Florida, unlike the rest of the country, where the college campuses are starting to get like a little bit of a ripple effect. In fact, they're drinking it. <laughs> now, you and they're drinking ripple. They can't afford nothing better than that. Mommy and Daddy took, took away their uh, their funny money. Can you imagine saying, I'm from the University of Miami? Can you imagine telling anybody that? They would laugh your ass right out of the room, no matter where you were. Anyway, getting back, I'm sorry. That's... They will. 214 votes. I voted for Gore in 2000, but I'll vote for Kerry now, 130, sticking with the party. I voted for Bush in 2000 and will again, damn it, 25. No matter what you say, you commie, pinko, fag, son of a bitch, atheist bastard, you. That's 
I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004, 17, and that better include Josh real soon. Get your ass over there and register it. I'm too stupid to vote 14. I voted for Bush in 2000, but I'll vote for Kerry this time, 12. I voted for Nader this time for Kerry. There's another nine. I voted in 2000, but won't this year, six. I voted for Nader, but this time Bush only won, and I'm not old enough to vote on there in school. Got that? Got it. Looking pretty good. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to bet Josh and Greg Reed's life on it. I'm throwing a little bonus there today. I'll bet both those lives on it that uh, just Kerry just beats the crap out of Bush in Florida this time. Yeah, I know he will. Because not only will the dark votes uh, be counted this time, but, man, they're multiplying uh, like crazy, just yeah. be, uh, just in case. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Completely rooted in science with no beliefs outside of what you can see with your own two eyes. Well, then, chances are that the Old Testament didn't do it for you, and neither did the new one. So with the Lord's final attempt to bring your sorry ass around, check out the latest book from God entitled, Screw You Too, You Ungrateful Little Bastard. Start off in chapter one with, Who do you think caused the flood that wiped out your house last week? Then move on to such later chapters as, Step Outside, I dare you. And drop to your knees and pray or those hemorrhoids won't ever go away. It's Screw You Too, You Ungrateful Little Bastard. The latest release from God. It's better than the Book of Mormon, better than the Torah and the Bible combined. Buy yours today. Oh, God. 1045 at 560. This fax has uh, got a good point. It says, I think I voted for Gore, but who the hell knows? I'll vote for anyone right. against W, it says here. Yeah, that's a good point. Because in Florida, they do everything in their power to make sure that your vote don't count, unless it's on the right side, the far right side of the ledger. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. I want to intersperse at least, at least 1,500, maybe 3,000 calls today between now and 2 o'clock, between all this important stuff. Pepper them in there. Pepper them in there. Play a little pepper. QAM, hello. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty damn good. Let me tell you something. You're tell ripping George Steinbrenner, and I agree that he is a piece of garbage. Yeah. But, but... let me tell you something. He's a no, ten... Are you going to tell me something? He's a 10-foot-tall statue yeah. compared to Wayne Heisinger, who is the biggest piece of human crap to ever come out of an ele elephant's ass. Maybe he's, he's a, a Neanderthal. Did it ever dawn on you? Let me tell you something. He tell, could, hey, tell me something. He could fix a good deal for the Marlins at that stadium. Yeah. He won't. There's only one problem with that. Nobody cares about the Marlins, see? I can appreciate that. Nobody cares. But they're, they're, every, they're, every, season this number of season tickets they've sold so far, you could stick in Wayne's ass and have room left over the Chinese Army. Every sports team down here, including the Heat, if you remembered, he tried to get his brother-in-law to scarf up that team a while but back. But no, nobody cares, don't you understand? Other than the Dolphins, nobody cares about sports in South Florida. It's all bullcrap. It, it's all phony baloney. It's just a plastic thing. I, I agree, but I'm just well, saying. So, so, why, so a... why worry about that? George Steinbrenner is an egotist of the worst kind. When uh, when they when he bought the Tampa, uh, he had a horse running at Tampa Bay Downs one day. He fired the guy when they had the opening of the meeting before they even opened, was doing something with the programs. Then he had one of his own horses running. He had them scrape the inside of the the inside of the track along the rail because his horse had drew the rail and the horse uh, went down the road wire to wire and won. He's just an egotistical lunatic whose ego is so out of control that he makes me want to puke. And I'm going to tell you something. Have a nice day. I thought he was going to tell me something. I thought he told you two things. Oh. See, nobody cares about that stuff. It's like, 
It's like Miguel telling me about the NBA All-Star game. I mean, realize he was talking about Beyonce's boobie, which we do care about that because it's boob central now on this right. show. Boobs and dykes, that's where it's at. You know, I'm a little slow to learn. That's all people care about. Yeah, I man. mean, we, sh we should have learned from our good friend Tom Hopkins. He was right when he said... America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. That's it. That's all Josh carries about. That's why he's not going to go vote. He's not going to go register to vote. He's too busy getting laid. He don't have time for that. What do you he's too busy looking on the Internet for pornography. In fact, if he gets that computer, that's all he's going to be doing is going on every Internet porn site that's ever been invented. We know that. So what's your point? I'm just saying, oh, okay. that's what that's what living and breathing people are most concerned about. So this all this other, well, I'm going to vote. You know, no, they're not. No, they're not. I mean, here's one of the great disgraces happened right there in front of people's faces in Florida. And what are they worried about? This guy, I mean, the guy's a good guy, this caller, even though he never told me nothing that he was going to tell me. But uh, who cares about George Steinbrenner? I just mentioned that in passing because I saw payrod on the TV out of the corner of my eye, and it makes me nauseous. Hey, how about 18 million a year pay rod, you ass? Oh, I know we took a pay cut. Yeah, wow. Whoopie-doo. Makes me just want to barf. You'll see. Baseball, and they're just doing it like the slow, painful way. Look what a great team they got in Detroit. <laughs> huh? In Cleveland, with that new stadium. Went down the toilet. Nobody's going there no more. It, it's just garbage. And if the Marlins should have an off-season, God forbid, if that should happen, which is a distinct possibility... You'll be able to have your own section at PP Park. And don't tell me it's in a crappy stadium in a crappy location, all the other excuses. It's just a, it's like the people that were taking the caps and the outfits back for refunds the day after the World Series parade. I thought that was a joke. It was a true story. Yes. Oh, can I get my money back for this? I don't really want it. I just want to have it for the parade. Can I get some a refund? No. No. You asshole, you phony, phony, ersatz human being you, you piece of turd. Maybe they can investigate some of those people when they're checking out these feces of the species. You think? Ought to. I think they ought to check out the feces in Florida real quick. Oh. WQAM, hello. Put Alan Funt on the list. I think he's got a blow-up doll, Alan Funt, that guy, don't you? Yeah. That's sort of well, like... Funt him. WQAM, hello. Hey, how are you? Pretty good, sir. Good. I want to actually ask Neil a hockey question. Yeah, Not real quick, because uh, we don't want to lose the audience. All right. Neil. Yeah. How are the Leafs doing? The Leafs are in first place in their division. Beat Pittsburgh 8-4 last night. 76 points. Thank you. Got to get Eddie, though, back, because, uh, in fact, Helpfish played in goal last night. Trevor Kid blows. I <laughs> told you that a long time ago. Trevor Kid blows. But that's another story for another day, because we don't want to get hockey intensive. George is lining up some of them hockey shows with Rimmer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. too bad they're on the road, though. The team is on the road. They'll lost call. in Carolina last night, 3-1. to one. Empty netter there at the end by Rob Brindamore. Too bad. That was a must-win game. They lost, Panthers. No playoffs. They can keep changing coaches, bringing another cheap guy. You know, they should have brought in Larry Robinson, but that would have cost him some money, which Alan Cohen don't have no more, because he's just bleeding a sea of red ink there in South Florida. To go back to the guy who was going to tell me something, it's the same thing. Any care anybody any real hockey fans there? No. Oh, maybe a few. About thirty, man. That's it. Nobody else cares. Draft survey: four thousand four hundred and fifty priests accused of child sex abuse. Oh my God! You people that keep subsidizing this insanity. Children accused more than four thousand priests of sex abuse in the years between nineteen fifty and two thousand two, according to a draft survey commissioned by the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, who are finally getting around to trying to cover their ass, because ass is their middle name. The survey, to be released in its entirety February 27, 10 days from now, found that children made more than 11,000 allegations of sex abuse by priests. Now, keep in mind, that's only people that came forward. Right. 
The 4,450 accused priests represent about 4% of the 110,000 priests who served during the 52 years covered by the study. That means one out of every 25 that we know of. And this was supposed to be a few isolated incidents? 4%. The report is based on a nationwide survey of church records compiled by the John Jay College of Criminal Justice for the conference. The Bishop's Conference commissioned the survey to get a better understanding of the scope of the crisis. Hey, Father, you, I better uh, wash your mouth out with scope, okay, before you attend to your next altar boy? Clear the deck. Yeah. You know what they used to call Father uh, Cushing in Boston? No, no, I don't. Old penis puss. Well, that was just because of the way he looked, like Joseph oh, Gacky. Okay. CNN reviewed a draft copy of the survey. Officials said it might be slightly changed before it's released to see what they can cover up. I mean... More than half the accused priests had one allegation against them. Twenty-five percent had more than uh, had two or three, and thirteen percent, or five hundred seventy-eight priests, had four to nine allegations. Three percent had ten or more allegations. How's the uh, Father uh, Gagan doing? Is he still dead? Yeah. Good. Thank God. The report said sixty-seven hundred of the eleven thousand allegations were investigated and substantiated. Another thousand were unsubstantiated. The remaining thirty-three hundred were not investigated because the priests involved were dead at the time the allegation was made. The director of SNAP, Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests, said Monday, the survey's numbers are low. They're feeling mighty low, is what he said. Bishops have tried to hide this for years, so there's no reason to believe all of a sudden they would change their ways, David Clohessy said. The only prudent thing to do is to assume this is not the entire truth. This is a survey, not a report or investigation. The only prudent thing. Remember patience and prudence? See. You do? No. No, you don't. Tonight You Belong to Me by Patience and Prudence on Liberty Records, I believe. Something like that. I'll look it up. According to the survey, 78% of those abused were between the ages of 11 and 17, 16% 8 to 10 years old, and nearly 6% were 7 years old and younger. Fat. Fat. And in the meantime, what are they worried about? They're worried about crap. They're worried about caca. They're worried about uh, goddamn, uh, what's his name? Scott Peterson. Caca. Poop and crap. That, that's that's the media for you, man. The media could be doing so much to lead the public by the nose in the right direction, but instead they're leading them down a garden path of crap because that's the only way they can make money, they think, is by peddling crap. You know whose biography I saw again? I've seen it before on the biography channel. I give up. Edward R. Murrow. Oh, man. Where is he today? Well, he smoked a bit too many. Boy, uh, boy you talk about guys that used to chain smoke on the air in those days. Wow, where, back where, in the day. Where's his wow, wow, wow. They showed some of the uh, scenes from See It Now, and then he had that Puff uh, other show, the uh, Puff Peace interview show which got much bigger ratings than see it now because they had celebrities on there. They had the Kennedys and they had Bob Hope and those people. And that's what everybody wanted to see, celebrities way back then. This is not a new phenomenon. It's not like all of a sudden people became obsessed with celebrities and with gossip. And uh, I mean, this, there, there were uh, long before there was Miss Fudge, there was Luella Parsons and Walter Winshield and them people. Mm -hmm. So this has been a problem with people, uh, things that really they should care about. It's like with your buddy Josh sitting there right now who only cares about his next piece of ass. He don't give a crap about whether he's going to go register to vote. He doesn't care about that. He's worried about who's going to win the goddamn ball game. I mean, it doesn't make any difference which game it is. Some ball game, that's all. Like Clarence in there. You should tell him the Republicans want to outlaw ass, which is yeah, That's right. If you get Bush in there again, believe me, you'll never see any. That'll be the only Bush you'll get. But, hey, you do what you please, okay? You just kind of go along in oblivion and wake up one day and say, Oh, how did this happen? How did they close down my favorite, uh, you know, porno store? All of these things, huh? They won't even have that curtain in the back of Blockbuster no more where you can go back there and get the Debbie Does Alice. 303 votes on the poll. Which of these applies to you? 
I voted for Gore in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry 180. 60% damn near. I voted for Bush in 2000. Will again, 35. 11.5%. Wow, George. Yeah. What? That's a far cry from the usual 17, 18%. Just wait. They'll catch up. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004, 28. See, we should have found out which way they're leaning. I voted for Bush in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry this time, 18. I'm too stupid to vote 18. That's what Josh voted for. I voted for Nader this time, Kerry, 16. I voted in 2000, but I won't this year, 6. Why the hell not? We want to know. We're going to come to your house and drag your ass out only if you vote for Kerry, you idiots. I voted for Nader, but this time for Bush, too. And I'm not old enough to vote the big O. Aren't you surprised the big O ain't old enough to vote? My and local. Britians, dumb as dirt. Have inept election officials left you confused? Here is your guide to understanding how to cast your vote in Palm Beach County, Florida. Follow along with me to see just how easy it can be. Let's get started, shall we? Joining me here in the booth is Mr. Mermelstein. Uh -huh. Who are you voting for? Al Lieberman. Yeah, I see. Now, read the butterfly ballot, starting with Bush Cheney in the left column, Buchanan, Chickle Groover, yeah. Mengele, Eichmann, and Goebbels in the right. Where's Al Lieberman? Over there. This Goebbels guy. Yes. Is this the guy who makes my baby food? No. Now, simply punch a hole in the 1959 Univac key punch card. Okay. Where? Where? Over there. Here. Use this microscope. Right. Oh, there. Is that it? No. Uh, okay, I'll punch again. Is this no, it? no. That invalidates your vote. All right, yeah, I'll punch again. And you do one. that again, I'll punch you. One more for good measure. Why, you Doddering old heeb. Remember, comrades, if you want to live in Florida, exercise your right to vote in accordance to the little brother. It's 11.02 at 5.60. That last part of that bit reminds me of uh, something that happened at the movies there in uh, not too long ago in Tamarack. But at any rate. <laughs> at any rate. Oh, I lied. I said three more uh, American soldiers died in the last 24 hours. Make it four now. I see. Just a quick blurb on CNN, about a half a second. Roadside bomb, another dead American soldier. They're just dying over there like crazy, like flies, and nobody cares no more. It's just sad. It's pathetic. But we got to worry about important things like is Martha Stewart going to jail? Crap like that. So is she? I couldn't care. Let me let me give you a list of things that I don't ever want to hear about. Martha Stewart, mm -hmm. Scott, Scott and Lacey, Lacey Peterson, uh, Mark Garagos, uh, the NBA All-Star Game, George Steinbrenner, Payrod, the freaking Yankees, all of those things. Baseball in general, etc. Yeah. Now, getting back to your priest friends. My buddies. Your buds. Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Los Angeles, the nation's biggest, released their detailed study yesterday on sex abuse of its uh, of minors by its clergy since 1930, reporting the among the highest number of claims against the U.S. diocese to date. 656, that's a nice number, 656. Those are the allegations from people who said they've been molested by 244 priests, which averages out to about two and a half. How do you molest half a kid? From the no, waist up or the no, waist down? Waist down. I see. Uh, by priests, deacons, religious brothers, seminarians, and one other person who is, we don't know what that one other person was. Well, there you go. The L.A. Archdiocese acknowledged in its report that it's at the center of a tempest of blame and criticism over how it dealt with victims and accused priests. Uh, Bishop Mahoney has been targeted for pledging full disclosure of information about clergy misconduct, then fighting the release of some personnel files to a grand jury, including records of counseling for priests that the Archdiocese said were confidential under state law. In other words, kind of like Bush and his military records, you know, 
I'm going to give you everything, but no, not everything. Whatever I feel like. Oh, no, not that. And not this. By the way, among the victims, they, uh, among those accused, oh, this is great. One of the cover-up deals. Mm -hmm. Former priest Michael Baker, who remained in the church, in church work, even though he admitted molesting two boys and now faces more than 20 abuse claims, Cardinal Mahoney was far too lenient in permitting him to continue in the assignments, the report said, in the understatement of the century. Let me read that again. Good Former to... priest Michael Baker, who remained in the church work, even though he admitted, admitted, I can't even say it, I'm so tongue-tied, admitted molesting two boys and now faces more than 20 abuse claims. So they left him in there so he could abuse a bunch more kids. Then they said, oh, he's a bad guy. Let's get him out now. Just unconscionable, unbelievable that there could be so many stupid, stupid, stupid lemmings running around. Hail Mary, Holy Mother of God. Bless and, of course, they're busy watching Mel Gibson and Passions right now, too. I'd rather watch Passions with uh, Sheridan and Luis and Miguel than the Passion of frickin' Christ, okay? At least there's some entertainment value there. I'd rather watch Edna Wallace any day of the week than watch Mel Gibson. Is, is he even in the movie? Uh, I don't know. I think he might be Jesus. No. I he's Jesus. No, he's not Jesus. I've Jesus seen Christ. the Jesus. I don't know. Well, why not? You haven't seen it yet? You don't have your bootleg copy? No. You no. better get with it if you're going to be doing slipping. your homework, man. You better go right. out there and see the passion of Jesus. I'll put the call in now. Because the Spirit of Christ compels you to get off your ass and go out and see it, or at least get a bootleg copy and watch it for free. Let's see. It says, uh, you know sports, and all the sports people have no clue. Everybody... I mean, our sports experts like Mo Geldy and Joe giving the World Series to the Yankees. Who cares about the frickin' World Series, okay? P.S. Did you get my CD of 1969 classic of Tom Clay's What the World Reads Needs? No, I didn't get that. I didn't. Did get we get that? I didn't get anything. Oh, we didn't get it. So send it again and quit telling me about the Yankees. Nobody cares. And those people who do care, we don't care about them. And, in fact, I just want to tell you that right now. If you care about the Yankees, and I say this with all due apology to our close friend Joe Costello, who looks like a young Howard Dean, uh, we don't care about you. Okay? We used to care about you, but now the Yankees just pissed me off. They put me over the edge. Let's see. Here's one that says that five-page report of all the emails declaring the hypocritical... has been. Oh, no. I'll read it. The five-page report of all the emails declaring the hypocritical quotes of Democrats over the years has been read daily by Phil Henry all last week. Are you sure? Oh, he seemed to take great joy in reading all those quotes. Finally, last Friday, Phil Henry finally declared that he'll be voting for Bush. He has so lost it, but this is what happens when you sell your soul to the Bushmeister. How do you like that? He finally came out of the closet at Cheap Channel. The Bushman. Okay. Oh, yeah. They made him an offer he couldn't refuse, and he said, Okay. Boy, what a disgrace. Anyway, I'm not going to get excited. Is it any surprise to us? No, no I absolutely know. want to puke. Yeah. Look at this. Washington. President Bush pardoned the former mayor of Plano, Texas. How about Rick Plano, who drives out there in, on the West Coast? Uh, Bush pardoned a former mayor of Plano, Texas, who pleaded guilty to bank fraud in 1996. The Justice Department announced yesterday. David McCall, Jr., no relation to Joe Marsh, Jr., who is battling cancer, served six months in prison for his role in fraudulent loans at the Plano Savings and Loan Association, which failed in the mid-1980s. Officials in Plano, a suburb of Dallas, earlier this month, renamed the downtown plaza McCall's honor for his service as mayor from 56 to 60. Why do we care about this? I don't know. I don't either. Well, he's suffering from cancer. You've got to feel sorry for him, right? Sure. Well, he may have been a little bit of a scumbag. At least he was no, uh, what's his name, Tom DeLay. Here's the bulletin of the hour. Does anybody care about this singular wireless? Said that they would buy AT&T wireless service for about $41 billion? It was on the news. But do we care about it? Uh, hey, I have singular. I have AT&T. In a deal that would create the nation's thing. biggest mobile phone company. How do you like that? It's going to be so big, another monopoly, baby. There you go. 
pretty soon there's going to be just a few companies in the whole world. About 30, man. And that's all we need. They're going to own every TV station, every radio station, every newspaper, every mobile phone, every cell phone, every permanent phone, every hard line, every soft line, every penis, every vagina. They're going to own everything. Every pop-up toaster, every Frigidaire, they're going to own it all. And, if you don't, and, of course, if you try to call any of those 30 companies, you know what you're going to get, don't you? What? An automated series of choices, oh, a menu. Oh, that. Oh, I thought you a menu of 45,000 different choices. Yeah. Punch this, punch that, punch yourself silly, but don't expect to talk to a live human being living and breathing any time in the next five weeks. Right. The telephonic maze. Right. Good luck. That's what you're going to get. Pretty sad. Let's take a look at it. Now, I'm not going to, uh, you're going to have to dissuade me from doing the contest thing. Let me just take a quick peek. All right, take a peek at it. No, no, I don't want to see, uh, I'm only going to do that once a day. And then, of course, the deadline on the Hot Couples Contest is 1.55 p.m. this Friday. Whichever three uh, couples have the top votes win the uh, one, two, and three prizes. Well, look at that. There's Monica and Brian got, I better not say. Okay, the bot. <laughs> well, that's me. You know, as I'm scrolling down, you get tempted. You want to read this number, that number. It's not good. 2,400 even. You see, the Spirit of Christ compelled me to look at it right now because it's a nice even number. 2,400 votes. Isn't that impressive? Impressive. Huh? I'll guarantee you by the time we sit our asses down tomorrow morning at this time, there's going to be more than 3,000. Impressive. You think maybe 4,000? Maybe. Wouldn't surprise me if we get a lot of those phony, I mean, a lot of those emotional <laughs> votes. No, no. Oh, there's Scott Peterson, another person I don't want to see. Found last April. Yeah, good. Good for him. And so what's the deal? Are they actually going to show that movie with uh, on USA Network or not? Because I see the defense attorneys are having a nervous breakdown. Or not not the defense attorneys, the... um Everybody. Everybody concerned. Both, both all sides, these people. and I think they're going to do it anyway. So to them. On USA Network? With yeah. the uh, pockmark-ridden uh, Superman, Dean Cain. Yeah, who does? Man, they made him look exactly like Now, is he Cain to Steve Cain or Cain and Abel? That's what we're going to find out when you watch that movie. Is Cain able to do that movie and have it shown on USA when it's going to screw up the whole trial? Cain and then and they'll have a mistrial and they'll blame it on Cain. And he better put back his Superman outfit from uh, Lois and uh, Steve or whatever his name was. Remember that? No. He had bad zits in that. Do you remember the TV series when he was the, Superman? The, the Lois craters. and uh, Clark, whatever the hell that thing was. Yeah, Wasn't that pits. the name of it? Yes, Zit Pits. Oh, man. He had bad zits and she had big pits. Oh, Speaking of big uh, cajones, Kerry Tops Bush in the very latest CBS poll. Registered voters now give a five-point lead to any unnamed Democratic candidate by, over George W. Bush, 47 to 42. But here's the way it breaks down. If the election were held right now today, Kerry 48, Bush 43. Bush would defeat John Edwards 50 to 41 and Howard Dean 54 to 37. Hey, Howard, go away, Howard. Okay. What is it? What is it going to take? I, I mean, uh, is somebody going to have to sit him down and go nuts with him, or we're what? We're going to South Carolina, yeah. and Oklahoma, Stop. and Arizona, and North Dakota, yeah. and New Mexico. We're going to California, and Texas, and New York. And we're going to South Dakota, and Oregon, and Washington, and Michigan, and then we're going to Washington D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! I really think uh, he woke up one morning and looked at his wife. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, see, for years he probably like slept facing the other way, the other direction, facing the wall. And one morning he turned over in, uh, one night in the middle of the night in his sleep and actually woke up facing that bitch and, oh, that, that just put him out. It would, wouldn't that work for you? Sure, that would do it. Holy Jesus, taking a look at that bitch. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Boy, look at them phones flashing frantically. Must have hit a raw nerve. Or maybe they're just getting up now, our, our favorites. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uh, yes, 
Yes, sir. Yes, Neil, I was wondering uh, last night if you happened to catch Hardball with Tim Math uh, Chris Matthews. Tim Matthewson? No, I saw Chris Matthews. I didn't see it. Oh, uh, it was incredible. I was he watching at least beat Pittsburgh in a very sloppy game. I was watching hockey as usual. Uh, I, I caught the tail end of it. He had uh, a bunch of people on. One of them was the um, Bob Dornan. Robert Dornan, a uh, born-again oh. right-wing lunatic uh, maniac who got beat in California, thank yeah, God, in, in fact, Congress. He asked for a recount, and they found that he lost by even more when he got right. beat. But that is correct. something great. They were, you know, the, the subject was Bush's military record, and he asked him, you know, about what he thought about how Bush was able to, you know, get over, you know, ahead of so many people, get in the National Guard and avoid, you know, uh, combat duty. Yeah. And then Bob Dornan proceeded mm -hmm. to answer by presenting his military record. But let me ask you this question. Why do we care about Robert Dornan, though? He's, uh, he's uh, old news. You know, yeah, he's, he's old, old, uh, rejected by everybody news. But, but it was just so com But the funny thing about it was it was just so comical that, you know... I mean, he's, if you were to call him a right-wing extremist, it would be an insult to all right-wing extremists all around the country. So just uh, the, take two and call us in the morning. A little bit carried away, that guy. 1113 at 560. Do you care about Robert Dornan? Who? Neither do I. Nobody cares about him no more. I'd rather, uh, I care more about Bob Dole, because I like his pineapple, number one. Yeah. And he's got a, a big swollen penis, too, now. And as it turns out, a sense of humor. Uh, that's right. He's got a sense of humor. He doesn't take himself too seriously, because he looks down at that bum hand and thinks, God, I'm going to be the president? Who the hell was I kid? Always bum hand. Right. Hey, listen, we had Franklin Roosevelt in a wheelchair. You realize that nobody knew that he was in a wheelchair in those uh, days? I know, it was a big secret. It was. I know. They used to prop him up, and he used to stand there, and there was a great speaker, FDR, and uh, everybody thought, man, he, and of course, come to find out, he was in a wheelchair, he had polio, and they had the March of Dimes, and then of course, they wanted to put Reagan's picture on the dime, remember that a few weeks ago? Yeah, I do. And even Nancy Reagan was, she said, just say no. to those assholes, man, FDR started the March of Dimes to raise money for polio research, that's what the whole thing with the, uh, the with his picture on the dime was all about. Mm -hmm. And these fascist, right-wing lunatics, these assholes, these born-again lying sack of crap, Oh, let's put Ronnie Reagan on the dime. No, how about put him on like a $3 bill would be good. Okay. 14 after 11, right on one side and Barney Fag on the other side. And no matter who you're sleeping with. And how do you like the way that the anti-gay marriage people in San Francisco, they're all they're protesting. Get a life. Go find something else to worry about, okay? Something important to worry about. Christ. How the hell is it going to change their life? Jesus Christ. America's leading brand when it comes to mattresses is Sealy. The Sealy Posturepedic line is world famous fa famous for comfort and durability. If you really want rock bottom prices on the entire lineup of brand new Sealy Posturepedics every day, not just some <coughs> phony one-time sale, then pick up that instrument and call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's the number for our good friends at Dial a Mattress. They carry the complete line of Sealy, and now they're even easier to care for than ever before because Sealy's new line of Posturepedics never have to be flipped or rotated, just like the beast. They just set it up for you, then you'll enjoy years of comfort. Never flip or rotate that baby. These beds are constructed to provide uh, optimal comfort on the sleeping surface and last for years. In fact, that's what uh, Clarence says he enjoys best about the beast. He never has to flip them or rotate them or turn them over. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. Talk with an expert bedding consultant, and you'll enjoy the service ranked number one for overall customer satisfaction in the entire universe. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress continues to be ranked the best anywhere in customer satisfaction. So enjoy a great night's sleep tonight and for a long time to come with a brand new Sealy Posture Pedic from Dialamatris. What are you waiting for? Do what I've been doing for years. George is doing it. Boca Brian is doing it. Miguel is doing it. And Fat Boy is trying to do it. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online. It's mattress.com. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Yeah. 
Chamberlain, rate me. Boy, I like the way that uh, the trip cues either are in the middle of some of these bits or like yeah. uh, when they're about over for five seconds. That's okay, because what's his name? Ain't doing them no more. Uh, 1121 at 560 WQM. Here is uh, interesting. Speaking of that, the reason I played that Will Chamberlain rate me thing yeah. was the James facts we got. James, of course, uh, with a good old North Carolina story. You ought to be able to relate to this. Yeah, if it's true. It says, since you're talking about rape, what do you mean if it's true? You don't believe this? It's like the Sally Fitz thing. Is it true? Is it not? It's funny either way. Get out of here. Is it true? Man. See, the rednecks I know don't use condoms when they rape dogs. Sally was really pissed when uh, Coca-Cola stopped putting in them bottles in the machines and started putting the cans in. <laughs> they fits. Since you're talking about rape, says James, I thought you'd like a good old North Carolina story. My wife works at a veterinary clinic in Charlotte. The other day there was a boxer brought in that had been raped. I wonder if it was Mike Tyson. <laughs> It said it had a swollen ass and had a condom in its rectum. Let me ask you, what kind of redneck Schmidt is that? I'm proud to say I'm not from North Carolina originally. Thought you would like to hear about that. We love hearing about it. Thank you, James. Sure. I think it was probably just another boxer done it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that dog that committed suicide there that everybody's blaming. Uh, uh, what's it, Jason uh, Sh uh, on? Whatever the hell his name is, Williams. Everybody's blaming poor Boo Shambi on it. And it was uh, the dog killed himself. It was a suicide. God damn it, he didn't kill no dog. You know, there's one word I have for the president, okay? Well, I have many words for him. Do you know what it is? I give up. Pathetic. Oh, wow. In their latest disagreement, the White House and the panel proving the 9-11 terrorist attacks are at odds over whether President Bush will meet with the entire panel or only a few members. Mr. Bush agreed Friday to meet privately with the Federal Commission reviewing the 9-11 attacks. 
The commission today requested a private meeting with the president to discuss information relevant to the commission's work. The president has agreed to the request, said White House Press Secretary Scott McClellan, who's a real nebbish. Commission members took that to mean Mr. Bush would meet with all of them, but as early as Saturday, the White House said, uh-uh, not so fast. Only the ones he likes. While details of the private sessions are still to be determined, the White House does not expect the president to meet with the entire commission, an administration official told the Washington Post. A commission spokesman told the Post that the request for a meeting with Mr. Bush came from the entire 9-11 panel. Richard Benveniste, Democrat on the panel, told the newspaper it would be important for all the members of the commission to have an opportunity to participate in an interview such as this. There is a significant difference in being present, seeing a witness in person, and having a chance to ask follow-up questions and simply reading a transcript or mem a memo, Benveniste told the Post. Mr. Bush previously had said he would perhaps submit the questions from the panel, but wouldn't say whether he would testify publicly. Former President Bill Clinton and former Vice President Al Gore have indicated a willingness to provide private testimony about government missteps prior to the 2001 attacks. The White House on Friday said the President was not likely to testify publicly. No, because it would be probably too embarrassing. Mm -hmm. God, pathetic. And 12.5% of this audience said they voted for Bush the first time. They're going to do it again. Just to piss us off. Maybe those are the rich uh, Christians in the audience. Those good rich Christians, that's right, who are so much better than us anyway, but they're monitoring the show. Or maybe they like fart sounds, because they certainly don't do it themselves. Well, they do. One thing about good. good Christians, man, they don't fart. Make no mistake about it. They never sit in their own pew. 423 votes. Which of these applies to you? I voted for Gore in 2000, and I'll vote for Kerry this time. 257. You go, boys, girls. We don't have any women listening. I'm sorry. That's why we had no dykes on our uh, hot couples contest. We had two uh, gay guys, two uh, gay couples, but no uh, lesbians because we have no women listening. Well, that's the way it goes. They're busy listening to FM. They're listening to the coast and to life. I voted for Bush in 2000. Well, again, 54, that's 12.5%. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004. Look out, 42. I voted for Bush in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry, 24. I'm too stupid to vote 24. Now, now, it's interesting. If you take the ones who said they voted for Bush in 2000 and vote for Kerry this time, that's 5.5%, and you add that to 125 what do you got? Uh, 18. Uh, See? That's, our, that's the percent. There you go. But already, 5.5% said, not again. Now, another 5.5%, including Josh, said, I'm too stupid to vote 24. All I care about is my penis. I voted for Nader, but this time Kerry, 19. I voted in 2000, but I won't this year, 7. Well, you know something, probably just as well. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, there's Babe Ruth. Scientist. What the hell has A-Rod got to do with Babe Ruth because he was uh, traded for a lot of money? I mean, what is that? A-Rod couldn't lick Babe Ruth's ass. I voted for Nader, but this time Bush, too, and I'm not old enough to vote 1. 430. How do you like that? Just fine. Bronx bombshell. They're making a big... He's still got 170. Oh, there's Steinbrenner. I'm going to throw up, okay? <laughs> And if you can't win with that uh, with that lineup and that payroll, maybe we can just fix some of the games, George. You can pay, we can uh, make some bets with Pete Rose on the side. All right, I'll get one of the, the bookies here. Games. One of the in other words, bookies. And the whole deal is, well, we're going to win by a million games anyway, and the rest of the league might as well forfeit. So why even play the season? Somebody might get hurt, right? Right. So just to avoid injury, the rest of the American League will just lay out this year, and the Yankees can win 162 games. 162, and oh! there you go. It's just a freaking joke. Oh, Jews can now send email message to God. We're going to get into that when we come back. Don't you want to send email? Even the Goyim want to send emails to God and say, what the hell have you left us with here? Good God. 27 past 11 at 560 WQAM. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. And we're back. Because we don't have an audio vault. 
You didn't Please. get up to go pee, did Now, you? what would have happened if I'd have just gotten up and made a quick uh, run to the tea room? I'd have played a Jesus song. Jesus Christ. What do you mean we don't have a audio vault? It just crashed moments ago? Yes. So it just crashed. And? And the engineers, is Bob DeMuth in the building? Forget about Bob Vermouth, okay? Bob Vermouth couldn't uh, fix a goddamn hangnail. Not to fix it. To break it. He could break a hangnail. why it was broken. In fact, in the first he said place. he's really uh, very nervous about his nails. When we were in Amsterdam that time, he kept looking at his fingernails. Really? And you know, and you know the way he looked at him. You know that thing about how guys look at their fingernails. That's right. Hey, Josh, look at your fingernails. Yeah. Oh, all right. He's a, he's gay. No, no. What I want Josh, <laughs> what I want, what I want Josh to do right now is hold up his hand. Yeah. No, he did it. I just asked him. Will you listen to me? Okay. Hold up his hand so George can see it. Okay. Remember the this deal about the the index finger? No, forget about the fingernails. Oh. Okay. Anybody who works at QM, believe me, don't have no fingernails. All right. He held up his hand. Okay, look at his index finger. All right, he's holding that up, too. And look at the ring finger. Okay. Now, is the index finger considerably shorter than the other one? No, they're about the same. See, he's straight. Right. And he also looked at his nails the straight way, like claw shape. Well, okay. there you go. Ah, uh, George, who is still in question in his Hispanic community, oh. because they know he's Cuban. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's that's the reason for all the doubts about you, is because, number one, you're on the show with me, and number two, right. most importantly, is that you're Cuban. Heavy burden. But nevertheless. And then we got Josh, who finally, we got somebody straight as an arrow in there, who just, like I said, only cares about getting laid his next piece of ass. And like I said, you won't be getting no more ass if Bush gets in again. Trust me, John Ascroft will take care of that. That's why they call him Ascroft. Right now, he only cares about his next commercial break. Well, when are we going to do that now? No, we don't know. Wait, wait, what? One moment, please. See, this is so pathetic. Everything here is working just fine, boys and girls. My equipment here at my Toronto studio works like magic. Everything works. See that? Rub it in. You can all, the farts from this machine, you can actually smell them when they're so good. Yeah. But not there, not at QAM, where they got just infested. You know, Hank used to talk about the rat-infested, bug-infested place over there on Sheridan Street, that crap hole. Ought to please you to know, not only do we have ants now, but we have gnats that fly right in your eye. Gnat? Gnats. Gnat more? When the Nat Moore Show follows Willie Williams, Nat King Cole. Yeah. Well, we've got all kinds of crap running around. we got we got guys that are willing to come in there for free to test the air quality, to uh, exterminate the bugs. Well, I'm going to call Steve. I'll, do, I'll take a bunch of phonies like George to go in, uh, to a, a free meal and suck up to Greg on his surprise 50th birthday like they really care about him. And does he care about the people in that building? No. No, that's the only reason I'm still alive. Is because I don't have to be there every day. I was there for two weeks, sick as a dog for three weeks with a crap of the corporate crud. Hank has had it. Mo had it. The Mad Dog had it. You've had it. That's what Greg told me. You yeah, had it. I know. Still have it. So what can I tell you? It's just uh, really sad when you work for somebody who just doesn't care about the hired help. Well, he cares about some of the hired help, but that's that's another story. For after I retire, when I write my book. Oh, there's Colin Powell who said... Uh, stop the violence. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea, Colin. Stop killing all them innocent people. And stop, uh, you know, sacrificing all them American soldiers for this crap. And stop lying, Colin, you sack of crap. He's talking about Haiti. You know the Haitians are revolting? Yeah, they are. I knew that. He says President Aristide was a fairly elected president of Haiti. Right. That and 40 cents will buy about a half a cup of coffee at the Rascal House next time Wes Clark comes to town, General. So we got spot yet? We, uh, got no, spot. we might just go the rest of the day, you know, no spots. But somebody actually said that? No, I'm just uh, throwing just that being, out there. Just being, just funny. It's down in the whole building. 
It's down in a whole building? Nice going there, George Corso and Bob Vermouth. I guarantee a fix it had nothing to do with this. He's the only engineer we got in the whole place now that Julio got uh, screwed and got tossed forget, out of there. Don't forget Stuff. He's a good guy. Who? Stuff. He doesn't want you to talk about him, but he's a good guy. I have guy. no idea who that is. Have I ever met him? I don't know. He's and then, of course, Tree Crawford's a good guy, too, but he, he only works on the outside. He doesn't go in the building. He doesn't want to catch anything. He only goes out when the guys go out on appearances and do remote stuff. I don't think we're ready to play them yet, but nevertheless. Well, well so what does that mean, you're not ready to play them? What are we well, going to do with them? Like, uh, we have to examine have a big them and uh, smell and, them and uh, sniff them a little bit. Make a big presentation of it. You know? I see. So let's make a drum roll and see if any spots come up in the drum roll end, huh? Let's see. Turn back on. Turn back on what? Oh, I was asking Josh if you turned your pop back on. No, he did not. Now, why do you do that to me? Every time that we play the audio vault from the other room, why is it that uh, I, can't, I can't hear it? We don't I, I just it. turned you off to stop the drum roll. That's it. There was no more drum roll. The drum roll was over. Oh, you mean the second one? Yeah. Yes. What you don't understand is I can't hear the spot. See, I say to him on the intercom, I can't hear anything, so it would be nice if I could hear it by the time the break ends. And uh, he never puts it back on. See, I kind of can't hear you when you say that, so it... Uh... Well, how about now? Can you hear me now? Neil Rogers, guy. It's all over, baby, for all you swing kids. As Rolf says, that dancing's a sin. It's the rule of law, baby. Stop, you can't stop. do the twist. Stop, it's stop. the rule of law, baby. Stop, you can't stop. do the twist. Oh, there you go, God. That's what says. That dancing's a sin. Stop. There won't be no dancing. According to right hand, John Astroff, if they catch you dancing, baby, they'll send you to a camp to work. Unless you're willing to take the chance, I wouldn't try it, I think I'll pass. Don't dance, don't dance, don't do the mashed potato or what you see too. Alright, Marshall Ashcroft is gonna bust you, don't dance. God has deigned that and snakes will rise above your head. And the hookah, hookah, God of doom will rise his mighty fist to claim the rule of law. 23 till noon at 560. We apologize for our technical incompetence, but it's QAM, and the audience ought to be getting pretty used to it by now. Yes. And we're pretty proud of it. It's one of the features of our show every day. Nothing we could have done about that. Jews can now send email message to God. How do you like that? Oh, God. Jerusalem, God is getting some email. Israel's Bezek Telephone Company started a new service yesterday allowing Jews to send email messages to God. Tradition holds that God will grant prayers placed between the massive stones of the Western Wall in Jerusalem. In the past, that meant the faithful had to travel in person to put their notes on the wall, but now all they have to do is log on and send it. And the phone company will deliver the messages to the wall. <laughs> all right. And pretty soon, God can email a miracle right to your home. 
Like if you have bad roids, just open up your... Wreck them. You know, like God will like uh, zap uh, magic uh, something. That's it. Right there, a little magic, uh, he'll wave his wand. Do you get a, like a hard copy certificate when you get a miracle? I don't know if it's to, hard to or not. To certify the miracle? Bezek had already been accepting faxes for God, but decided to take a step further because more people have computers than fax machines. The company, cur company currently takes the fax notes, puts them in special envelopes, and takes them to the vault twice a week. Most of the notes come from New York and Europe, but the company says it's received notes in Japanese, even when it came with a letter saying it had been smuggled out of Iran, which has no diplomatic ties with Israel. So some lunatic in Iran is wailing on it at the wailing wall. I'll tell you one thing. We better hope that uh, God invented the whole universe and uh, the earth and the man and all only 5,000 years ago, because we're not making too much progress. No. Technically, we're making big, big progress, you know? I'm sitting here. on my ass here in Toronto. It's a nice toasty about, what is the temperature? About 30, man. And uh, it sounds like I'm sitting right there on uh, somebody's lap, right on the uh, right in that room, choking and mm -hmm. gagging. With gnats in your eyes. That's right. That's another reason I'm delighted that I'm not there. I'm ecstatic. And you know how I'm you... Please just punch. Remember we were talking about spots before years ago when you get those floaters? Yeah, I got one. Eyes, yeah, I got a floater, too, and I got my first floater, and you said uh, yeah, I was going to die soon and everything. Well, you can't really differentiate, be, uh, differentiate, differentiate? Right, between a gnat and a floater right uh, right away, you know. So you don't know to wince and flinch. Oh, I see. So in other words, you're not really sure if it's something floating in the air or fly, you're going blind. Until it actually flies right into your eye. In fact, I don't even notice my floater anymore in my left eye until you just mentioned it, and now uh, I see it like his life again. Floating around. Because you went, oh, geez, maybe it's a gnat. It's a cataract. Maybe if I just poke myself in the eye with a real sharp object, I can kill it. 493 votes on our poll. Pretty impressive total. Something's going on here, you know what? Something is, now that we got the boobies on our website, I think we finally got the audience that we've been looking forward to get back for a long time. Yeah, yes. The audience that Greg helped to chase away by putting us on 9 to 1, by screwing up the whole format of the radio station, then by titillating the audience there with Pharrell for a couple of months, and then firing his ass unceremoniously because he said crap too many times. 493 votes. Which of this applies to you? Which of these? Which of them? I voted for Gore in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry, 296. An even 60%. Oh! All right. They're going to vote, don't forget, two or three times to make sure. No more steel in Florida this time. God damn it. I voted for Bush in 2000 and will again, 63, 12.7%. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004, 52. See, but we should have asked who they're voting for. Right. Well, the people didn't vote the first time, right? Yes. Am I dumb or what? Yeah, I know. I was spelled a Chappaquiddick with three Ds. I voted for Bush in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry, 28. Got that? 5.6%. I'm too stupid to vote 24. 4.8%. Good. Please stay home. I voted for Nader, but this time Kerry, 20. I voted in 2000, but I won't this year, 7. I voted for Nader, but this time Bush, 2. And I'm not old enough to vote one punk who's uh, playing hooky or hockey. 18, well, what is it now? We're gonna got, I want to make sure before I take the break, because I don't want like, uh, you know. No, there's, huh? no, there's no being sure. Well, no, you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's give it a shot. QAM Laboratories, highly skilled engineers in white lab coats work feverishly with their clipboards to bring you Stereophonic Sound! Listen closely as a sound can travel as if by magic from speaker to speaker. Left speaker, right speaker. Living Stereo! 
Now can you listen to your favorite WQAM programs? Why, the Munz Quasar Receiver, of course. Simply ask to have a quality Munz Quasar Receiver installed in your car at any authorized Munz or Dumont dealer. It's 11.46, 14 till noon. we got our technical situation straightened away for now. Those are the operative words, for now. Uh, now, let me ask you this question, because I was just thinking about the people in the audience who can't, who don't have PCs. Yeah. And who can't see the hot couples on our contest. Now, yeah. the Internet Cafe thing, which in any real city anywhere in the world you go now, it's like every every other block when you go into the downtown areas, there's another Internet Cafe. And right. you can go online for a very, very modest sum, and you can diddle around for uh, a very long time, or a short time, as the case may be. Uh, what's the story in South Florida? The library. No, I'm serious. Is that, li- is, that a ser- is that a serious, honest answer? That's a serious, honest answer. You can go to your public library, and there are public PCs with Internet access. Don't you remember the big flap because people were looking up, you know, birth control information or breast cancer information on the PCs in the library, and children were in the library? They were looking at breasts in the library? Yeah. So they wanted to shut that whole thing down, but the libraries won. So as far as I know, they're still there. Uh, no, but I'm not talking about the library. I'm talking about Internet cafes. Are you telling me that something that's so commonplace... I'm sure there are, but I don't on. know where. I don't well, they've got to be all over the place. I mean, if not, then let's open up about 10 of them up tomorrow and get out okay. of this goddamn business. Damn straight. Who the hell are we kidding? Let's go. Amsterdam is an Internet cafe. Guy? Like every, uh, every uh, half a block, there's another okay. one. I know a few good spots right now. Let's go. Okay. See ya, folks. Call it uh, Cyber World or something crazy like that. Don't have to call them just Internet Cafe. Very boring. All you got to do is like uh, have a window where people can see. Oh, there's a bunch of computers in there. It's Internet Cafe. Uncle and you Neil go in and you put, you put a, a couple of coins in a machine and you get a little ticket out of there with a number on it and you punch mm-hmm. in that code and uh, whatever and however. Right. And the interesting part of it is I don't know how they work uh, any place else but in Amsterdam. Probably the same everywhere. The, the rate you pay is depending on the time of the day. The peak usage right. time, you pay a little bit more, and you get less uh, time, and et cetera. We'll sell memberships. Like five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, yeah. pound, five, sixty. If anybody wants to promote Internet Cafe on here, please do, because uh, we got you know people out there who feel like they're not part of uh, the whole world. If you don't have a computer nowadays, you might as well be dead, right? Right. I don't want right. anybody to feel bad, but if you don't have a computer, you're just uh, SOL. Better, better be Amish. WQAM, Hello. Yeah, Uncle Neil is your favorite chronic cabbie. There's places all over. There's one in North Lauderdale called John Nett, where the see? Jamaicans are. See, what, what, I, is George, what does George know, you know? He's so, he's so just, sheltered. I just passed Wilton Manor's very gay neighborhood. There's a bunch of internet cafes here. They're all over town. Well, I'll be damned. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. The gay cafe. See, I told you. I mean, yeah, I realize that even be. as Neanderthal as South Florida is, there have to be internet yeah. cafes everywhere. This is this is where it's at. If you, if your wife would let you out of the house once in a great while, you get into a lot of trouble. That's yeah. why she doesn't. No comment. So, did you go see that movie yet, or what? Which one? The, the one you were telling me you wanted to go see. Oh, Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain. No, I never did. Well, maybe somebody in the audience can tell you whether you ought to go see it or not, because you know what great taste the audience has got. <laughs> huh? I'd appreciate it. Okay, George would appreciate it if anybody wants to tell him whether he should go see Cold Mountain or not, if, it, if it's uh, ice cold or if it may be uh, lukewarm or maybe really hot. Who's in it? Jude Law. Jude Law's great. Oh, it's right. a Western. That's right. No, no, it's a yes, Civil it is. War. Well, he's riding a hoss. It's Civil War. That ain't out west. Let me, let me say this to you. If when it's you got see, a horse, when you it's see, a Western? Huh? If it's got a horse, it's a Western? Aren't they riding horses? Yeah. It's a Western. Okay. Even if it was like in Atlanta... <laughs> 
Maybe maybe it was like in western Atlanta. The cold mountain they're talking about is in North Carolina, so I think it's an eastern. No, maybe it was in western Carolina. You know, you're right. That's what Speaking the of far west, gay marriage opponents are set for court. They're they're foaming at the mouth out there now. In fact, they were just shown a little while ago. State legislatures like in New Hampshire and everywhere, they're getting together real quick. Where they're passing all kinds of laws against gay marriages. We don't want that to happen here. And of course, there's there's one question that comes to mind. Why? Yeah, what what difference does that make? How's it going to change anybody's life? Their wedding march on City Hall produced marriage licenses in the hundreds, but gay and lesbian couples who took part may not even finish opening gifts before their nuptials are null and void. Oh, my God. Opponents of Mayor Gavin Newsom's decision to defy state law and have marriage licenses issued to gay and lesbian couples were to have their uh, day in court today. In fact, they're having their gay in, uh, day in court right now with hearings scheduled on the petitions of two groups. By last night... 2,340 same-sex couples had taken their vows at City Hall since the county clerk, under Newsom's directions, started issuing gender-neutral marriage licenses last Thursday. In fact, some of the people, if you look at them, they are, I think, gender-neutral, wouldn't you say? Why do they always show nothing but mincing fruits? It just, oh, it just makes me feel so squeamish, you know? The news agencies do that to all ethnic or uh, social oh. groups. Yeah, well, when we see a black person, it's Fat Albert, or mm -hmm. it's Whoopi Goldberg. When, we see a when you see a, a gay always, person, it's yeah. Charles Nelson Reilly and Paul Lynn, you know? Yeah. Some screaming, flaming queen like James J. Bullock or Matt Drudge. Hundreds of couples aware their opportunity may be fleeting spent a rainy Monday in a three-block-long line outside this ornate building waiting for the historic chance to wed with the city's blessing. But the opponents, of course, are marching. They're uh, having a nervous breakdown. Same-sex couples denied the right to marry face far greater harm than the petitioners here stated the legal brief filed by the city on Monday. Most of the gay couples getting married at City Hall are from the gay Bay Area, but about 50 from other states, including New York, Georgia, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, and South Carolina. It doesn't say nothing about Florida. I bet you there's some besides the Beast and Clarence went out there, huh, from Florida? Got to be. Don't get sore about it, Beast. Rectum. I didn't hear him at all. Was he was he on this morning with Joe, or is he just uh, laying out? Beast? Yeah. No, no idea. Because at the end of the show, all I heard was Zach. Right. So I guess I guess the deal is he can only have one fat, huge, uh, rotund guy on the show at a time. One guy that got screwed over by Mo at a time. Absolutely. There's a weight limit in that studio if you didn't see the sign. I see. Now what is this thing you just sent me? Controversial West Tigers winger John Hoopgate. Oh, th this is an old story. Oh, this I... is old. We already had this on about the uh, the guy that pushed his ass up the rugby player, uh, his fingers up his ass. We already had that a long time ago. Okay, I, I probably not true, but even I had it a long time ago. Oh. Old news. Okay. Let's take about 4,000 calls between now and two because I can sense something <coughs> big. Can you smell it? Something. WQM, hello. See, I told you. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How's the uh, vacancy in the hotel tonight? Vacancy in the hotel is uh, moderate. Yeah, uh-huh. Vacancy in your uh, head is uh, heavy duty. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Como se va? What can hello? I do for you, sir? Speak in English. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, well, no what's be, going on? No be speaking no frog. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe you talked about already. Option for your poll. Uh, I voted for Buchanan because I'm a dumb old Jew. Oh, That's not bad. <laughs> and then uh, vote for whoever this time. Well, probably uh, some of those people have already uh, met their maker, you know what I'm saying? Oh, God forbid. They're probably at Monticello meeting Marvin Maker right now. Okay, thanks, Pally and John Gilmore. 
How many uh, Gilmores does it take to be in the same race before you have doubts about the honesty and integrity of the race? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Yeah, hi. Wonder how Sandy Fisher's doing. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. Yes. It's Woody Graber. Woody, how you doing, Woody? An fine, old Buffalo fine. boy. I, I was calling about uh, George going to Cold Mountain. Yeah. Uh, I saw the movie, and um, it's worth it for Renee Zellweger. She's excellent. But the rest of the movie sucks. <laughs> I ain't going then. <laughs> no, Renee's great. She's worth the price of admission. She's great. But, uh, you mean great you to know, look at, not great as an acting. Is that what you're saying? Is not listening to a word that I'm saying now? No. Go ahead, Woody. I'm listening. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, but, uh. <laughs> and by the way, Woody, quit wearing them white bowling socks, okay? People are starting to talk. You've been in Florida long enough, you can ditch that buffalo crap, please. Oh, all right. I, uh, can I keep the bowling shirt, though? Hey, what, and what's with the Sabres? I don't want to get hockey intensive. Let's oh, see, eight now. and six and seven is 21 goals in three games. That's about a month's worth for them, usually. Usually, yeah. The great Satan scored, uh, four. What the hell is that all about? Ah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's just totally wonderful. Well, I've been waiting, you. I've been waiting all year for this to start happening. Well, don't, uh, don't get too carried away. Uh, who'd they beat on Saturday? We got a bad connection, Woody. <laughs> See you around, eh? Hey, take care. And George, go see Cold Mountain for Renee. Okay. okay. He's not going. You're not going, are you? No. He said the movie sucks. I mean, uh, Jude Law's a great actor. He's good. Yeah. He's on a horse, so it might be a Western. Well, look, if you only saw like a little a preview of it and you see a guy on a horse, wouldn't you think it's a Western? How do I know it's a Civil War movie? Every time. And let me say it again. Civil War was a bad thing, not just because all them people died and there was all that hate involved, and all the, although we did wind up with the Emancipation Proclamation, so it wasn't totally good. But nevertheless, uh, I mean, the, the idea, well, I'm, I'm thinking we ought to have the country split into like four segments, right. okay? Now listen to me. We ought to have a place for like living and breathing people, which I'm thinking would be like the Northeast, right? All right. Starting like... No, you're right. It's, it's got to be, cause, but it's cold. Forget about the weather, okay? The weather, is, there's only, there's no such thing as a, a nasty day. It's only a... Can we have the Northwest? And maybe Seattle, the northwest can be Seattle, something too, and then like the the uh, south and the southwest, and divided into four sections. The religious nuts can all go like out to Utah and out to Arizona, all of there, mm -hmm. right? Right. Maybe we'll have to draw the line at California. Maybe that'll have to be a separate thing. But you know what I'm talking about? Right. Because Zone it out. I hate to break the news to you, religious nuts out there. The rest of us aren't interested in living according to your dictates. Okay. The rest of you aren't. Uh, the whole rest of the country is not interested in your dictums. Okay. Live, live and local, here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. Well, uh, it be the 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Polling, 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 numbers aren't growing. Howard Dean is going to strike. He had the lead and steadily his numbers now are dwindling. Could it be he has a meas wife? Supporters must be thinking, what was the doctor drinking? And he must have really bad eyesight. Yes. Oregon. Oregon. Michigan. Michigan. Howard Dean. Right. Connecticut. Connecticut, New York, New York, Howard Dean, Gus, right. Voting, 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 
Get those voters voting. Howard Dean is going to shrine. Edward Clark and Kerry look better than who he married. Optometrist is what the doctor needs. The hopeful next first lady should think twice before displaying her big bow make gums and horsey teeth. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Ohio. Ohio. Howard Dean. From a one at five sixty WQR, are you having a problem with the uh, computer or not? With our page? No. Oh, there it is. It just came back up again. It's oh. really slow. Huh? I'm sure it's uh, getting crowded in there. Why is that? We got hot couples. We got Must hot, be the hot couples thing. And of course, we got Janet uh, Halle Berry's uh, Janet boobies. We got Halle's berries, and you better catch. Now, what are we putting on there for tomorrow? Anything well, different? Well, you brought Jane Fonda up earlier. You got a Jane Fonda one? Yeah, big boobies. All right, big topless. Even those people who thought, uh, you know, she was a commie, pinko, uh, all that other stuff, they still wanted to hop on her. We'll tweak her boobs. Okay. Yeah, give her a little tweak. Pinch them. In fact, when you, each time you give her a little tweak, Geldy makes another squeak. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. So we're gonna have that for tomorrow. Jane Fonda's boobies. Yeah, sure. Why not? Now is John Kerry gonna be sitting next to her? He's gonna be sitting between them. <laughs> oh, that would be great. We can have uh, John Kerry's boobies right between uh, uh, his head, right between uh, Jane Fonda's boobies. He can wear them like a hat, like earmuffs. Right. He can have like another uh, wardrobe malfunction. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil, let me tell you something. They have a cyber cafe in Sunny Isles, okay? Yeah. Now, let me tell you another thing. The reason they don't have a Miami... Now, see, you're just imitating the guy that called before and said, let me tell you something. Now you're doing the same thing, see? Yeah. See how it's oh, catching? okay, well... Don't say that again. Then. Oh, they have um, one in Sunny Isles. Hello? Yeah. You're still there. The I'm reason they don't here. have it in Miami is because there's a lot of smash and grabs, and all the brothers and the Ricans will smash and take all the computers. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, so that's why you don't see them too much down in Miami, up... I bet you, you there'll be a few in Sunrise because the people there are too feeble to do any smash and grab. Yeah, and could you answer me Only a question? Only the sweet and low. Did um on in San Francisco, um when the that is crazy. I saw it yesterday on the news with me and my family, and I was so happy. You know, these people look like they love it, but they were butt ugly though, man. They were butt ugly and a bunch Those of screaming queens were too. Ugly. Yeah. Let's get yeah. some hot looking people on there. Okay, pal. But good I... luck to you. Good luck to you, Maricon. Five six seven oh five sixty pop five sixty. On the AT&T, they were. They were extremely... I See, I always told you I hated San Francisco. I can't stand that city. I mean, if you're going to go to a place where there's a lot of fags, I mean, go to Toronto or go to Cologne or go to Amsterdam. Don't go to San Francisco. They're all clones out there. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, send in the clones. They all have, like, the little mustache. It's like an, it's like an outfit that you, you have to look a certain way. Yeah, Joe in outfit. South Miami says, Please rip the crap out of the management of uh, NBC6 for giving poor old Bob Weaver the shaft there for 56 years. Didn't I do that? Yes, Didn't we did. do this big time? Like, I mean, I'll be glad to do it again. Do it Fifty-six again. years, and Channel Six screws over Bob Weaver. It says typical consultant asshole management types to screw a great guy like Bob Weaver, which you're right, Joe. So much for doing your job and helping in the community. I love Bob Meyer and Pam Giganti in the morning, and Joe Rose. But the rest of those bastards can go to hell. They can drop dead at Channel Six. In fact, I'm going to make sure that I program Channel Six off my TV in my house in South Florida. That's how pissed off I am about screwing over my good buddy, Bob Weaver. And again, they wouldn't even let him say goodbye on the air. You people at Channel 6 are a bunch of grave robbers. We hate you like poison. We wish that most of you would die. 
Who am I? Who should I leave out? Besides Joe Rose, of course, we need him bad. Uh, who else? I don't know. Anybody hot on that? Uh, well, I don't know. What about uh, Kelly Craig? She's uh, we love Kelly. She's a sweetheart. All four hundred pounds of her. We love Kelly. Lose an ounce, Kelly, please. Uh, so we went through this last week. We had the same yeah, thing. There were a couple of people that, that we like at Channel Six. Not too many. Rick says there's an internet cafe on South Beach. See, you're getting a, a learning experience here, Mister. Right. Also, you can go to any Kinkos. They have computers hooked up to the internet. You can rent. If you have a computer or any borders has wireless internet access, if you have the right adapter. Yeah, so oh, the, thanks, uh, Rick. There you go. I've covered all the bases there. If you have this, if you have that. A lot of hotspots. I know about those. I beg your pardon? The hotspots where if you have a wireless uh, laptop or something, you can go there and uh, access the internet. No, but I'm talking about people that just don't have that don't have anything. Any computer at all, right. They got just a, a, a little change to jingle in their pocket, but they want to get online. They want to see some boobies. They want to go vote on our poll. They want to go see some uh, hot uh, adult sites on there. Whatever they're looking for, they want to send some emails and are looking for a job, maybe a hand job, some kind of a job. Whatever they're looking for, they want to go online. Go to the internet cafe, baby. Just put a little change in that machine. I'm sure they all work the same, right? Yeah. You know, it's getting to the point where if you can afford a disposable camera, you can afford a computer. Oh, I understand that, but there are people out there who have other priorities, okay, like maybe paying the rent, maybe buying a little bit of food, maybe buying their prescription drugs, ah, things like their, that, their all of these things. Order. Huh? they got to get their priorities in order. <laughs> oh, you know what? I haven't played in a long time. I always say it. All of these things. Yeah, I like the way he says it better. All of these things. All of these things. All of these things. All of these things. That's fine. All of these things. All of these things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I don't play that. I don't know. Just one of those things always cross my mind. Well, let's get about four thousand calls in today. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. What's the problem with Howard Dean? That's our poll question, not on the uh, internet side, but on our uh, on the phone. What is Howard Dean's problem? Don't you think that most America wants to say bye 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 to Howard Dean? Yeah. Anybody named Howard? Absolutely. WQAM. When I was voted, I was Medicaid. Yeah, okay, we know. Oh, you know what? That yes. is him. It is him, and he's going to jail. I told you that. I know, I saved all his letters. It's crazy police, Ron. The police reports are See, still you didn't believe files. me last week when we were getting a few other uh, not cases that well, day, which is how unusual is that? Rash. I told you it was crazy Ron. Remember crazy Ron? That was yeah, him. Yeah, we're getting your number again, Ron, and you're going yeah. to jail going again. Oh, my God. Just what we needed was that uh, turd burger Straight back in again. the house. The cops Get yourself over. some help, Ron. Get yourself some new medication, baby, because the current one ain't doing a job. Now, what's wrong with uh, right there on the steps? Oh, please don't tell me those are the challengers. They got about 50 tickets. If you could go down this way, you can see that the line still goes down around the block. No, those are the people waiting to get married. Man, there was a very God hot young guy. Huh? God bless him. Yeah, there was a hot... Uh, that guy, he looks almost human right there with a little uh, clone beard. I mean... No, seriously, there was, uh, mm. and look at those two dykes. I mean, uh, you know, and even this reporter looks like he might float a little bit. They all look like, uh, well, so who cares? Look, there's, there's a that one, uh, gook, I mean, uh, Chinese kid. Mm-hmm. Chinese kid's gonna hop on that uh, good-looking kid with a toque on. He's got his toque. Maybe he's from uh, Canada. Eh? Now, if he's from Canada, he probably would have come here and done it. Done what? Able to be legally it. married. We've been... Wedded for 10 years. We've He's been, been wet for 10 years. years. And the wait will continue. We'll be together the rest of our lives. And this is just another day for Yeah, us. what's it to you, all you idiots out there, all you religious That's what the Bible says. Yeah, the Bible says uh, people ought to be slaves, too, okay? Do this to your slaves and do that to your slaves. And women belong in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. So uh, your mama. 
All these idiots, these religious crazy people, leave everybody else alone. Stop it, a baloney. Clean up your own act, especially you Catholics out there with all your freaking chavalist and priest and uh, worrying about altering boys. Shame on you. Pointing the finger. WQAM, hello. And that's another one of the deals. Is, well, you know, it, the church had the uh, religious uh, organizations have a right, the church or the synagogue. Well, fine, and screw them. This has nothing to do with the church or the synagogue or anybody's religion. It's a civil thing. It's a piece of paper, that's all. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. First yes, sir. Of, first of all, I like to just start off by saying I hate George like poison. That's okay. That's a separate, separate issue. I'd like to make a proposal with Drew Michaels, please, for myself. Yeah, okay. 5670560 oh, sounds like a match made in heaven. Doesn't it sound good to you? Sure, yeah, whatever. Sounds like a winner to me. He's an asshole. Okay, well, just calm down now, Drewzy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Don't forget to vote for our hot couples contest. I'm not going to look at it again for a while. Don't look at it. We had like twenty five hundred votes, something like that. Let They're it be pouring in. I'll guarantee you by the time we sit down here tomorrow, something will happen. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this Neil? Sounds like me. Hey, Neil. Uh, first time call, long time listener. All right. Hey, I wanted to throw something by you. I just saw a movie this weekend that uh, might interest you. Uh, it's pretty good. I don't think it ever made it to the theater. It's uh, called Wonderland. Never heard of it. With Val Kilmer playing John Holmes. Really? Yeah, it's about the murders that happened on Wonderland Avenue. Now, let me ask you, is, uh, is Val Kilmer up to the job, or does he have to have a stunt penis like uh, Mark Mark Wolberg? They never got to that. They never oh, got to that. Thank God. It's, yeah, but it's a very excellent movie. I got it from a uh, Hollywood video. I switched over from uh, lackluster video. Excellent. Up, good thinking. Tore up that card. Okay, okay. Neil, well, catch the movie. It's real good, and uh, keep the good work up. I'll go try to find it, and the movie, too. <laughs> Thanks, Pally. Thanks, bye. Wonderland with uh, Val Kilmer. He's a pretty good actor. Yes. You don't like Val Kilmer? I like, I like Val Kilmer a lot. He played uh, in The Doors. Right. He didn't look like Jim Morrison to me, but nevertheless, he was also in uh, a million things. Batman? Yeah. What else? Uh, Heat. He was in a lot of movies. Okay, were pretty good. Willow, I mean. Yeah. But the question, obviously, <laughs> is, like I said, is, is he up to the job? Some the of John the movies Holmes? were even good. John Holmes had to be one of the most grotesque human, and I use the word human loosely. Man, he was nasty. Yeah. Talk in about fact, crazy in fact, when you think back to the early days of porno, and you think to the Harry Reams and uh -huh. um, Ron Jeremy, Ron Jeremy and uh, John Holmes and uh, oh yeah. my God! And who? I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the other names. There was uh, oh gee, Jamie Gillis. Okay. Wow. Woo! Right. And again, because most of the people that were watching that stuff were guys, and then they didn't give a crap about what the guys looked like. They only cared about the hot chicks. Like Bambi Woods. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, I know it's old and dates me and all that stuff. Bambi Woods was flawless, man. Okay, I forgot what she looked like. Wow, you better you better go out and get Debbie Does Del Rey immediately, if not sooner. Okay, I think they have it in case. And they made a big deal about Janet Jackson's boobie. Oh, my God, the whole thing with football. They're selling the cheerleaders. They're selling sex. They're selling booze, man. Every other spot is another booze spot. And they're worried about horses farting and yeah. Janet Jackson's boobie parting. Come on. Good thing they're not selling violence. Oh, thank God for that. Wouldn't that be bad if they were out there banging the crap out of each other and guys are getting carried off the field in the stretches with concussions and broken necks and mm -hmm. all of these things? Oh, see, I did it again. <laughs> well, that's too difficult to do. All of these things. To do that every time. It takes, that's it requires fine. about a little work. You have to lift it up a little bit. 
Twelve minutes uh, past noon at five sixty, and it's like Todd Dreck. He don't want to do too much work. In fact, he don't want to do any work. And believe you me, there's a guy that's really living up to his desires. He does nothing. You can't complain about the job Todd does because he isn't doing nothing, including for his clients. I think one of these days I'm going to call our friends at Fast Train and tell them, why don't you guys get a real agency and get a real AE because uh, he's just a piece of turd, man. He's just the worst. He makes my skin quiver, Todd Dreck. In fact, you know the guy that was examining the feces of the species? Yeah. He ought to check out Todd Dreck. Then he'll find out what it really looks like and smells like. Anyway, if your job really sucks, if you're not making a paycheck that's worth anything, here's the answer. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train and get you a brand new computer career and start having a big fat one and a paycheck too. In just four short months, Fast Train can help you get a new high-paying computer career. And don't forget, the demand for computer professionals continues growing like Topsy, like crazy. Who the hell was Topsy? Who? Remember Topsy Part 2? No. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, there's bound to be a Fast Train campus nearby you. In fact, their campus is probably bigger than UM. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify. With day-night weekend classes, there's no excuse, no more to stay in a crappy dead-end job working for peanuts for some schmuck who don't care about you. Like I said, in just four short months, you can really change your life and have a career, some skills, and a paycheck that goes with having it. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then make that call once and for all. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Please. It's down again. <laughs> and just as that happened, my computer froze up, too. I think uh, we're in suspended animation. I want to get people nervous. Oh, my God. Huh? How about another Jesus song? <laughs> The Hee Haw Gospel Quartet. Jesus Christ. Christ. A few more days to get our loved ones You turd. So let me ask you this question. Now, this uh, Mel Gibson yeah. movie, Passion, this is in the theaters, right? I don't so know. So instead of going to see in Cold Mountain or Cold Ass or whatever you're going to go see, how about uh, going to see in Passion? No, I ought to. How about you? Somebody in this audience has seen it. And the movie, too. And call in and tell us about how the Jews killed Jesus and stuff like that. Didn't you? How Pontius put out his pilot. Yeah. In fact, Pontius used to have a palm pilot. He was, I think, had the first one. Five, six, seven. Waiting for. I did the live spot. Yeah. Well, that's all I. That's all I care about. Did I do my part on my end? Yes. I did my end. That's it. That's all I can do. Yeah, you did the rest. Is. I'm talking about QAM. I'm talking about on that ass end. I'm talking about in that studio, in that place, in that place. All I can tell you, boys and girls, those of you who are expecting like a real radio show on a real radio station. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. Exactly. Same old tired crap. Well, can't you guys ever get that plate? No, we can't. Because it's it's bogus. It's ersatz. In addition to which, what has equipment got to do with sports? It has nothing to do with it, right? Sports? No. Don't forget, by the way, the big O is going to be at the NFL Combine tonight, 7 to 10. Right. The Although big they, O. They do know about sports equipment. 
I thought combine was like a like kind of a tractor, isn't it? Like it, a piece of farm equipment. It's a it's a combined piece of uh, farming equipment that does right. a variety of things. But when you pull it behind the tractor, that's right. So what they're going to do is they're going to chop up the big oh! in a combine tonight and scatter pieces of them all over the guy. Probably take up two states, North and South Carolina. There's enough him to go around, just like James Wood at the end of a Once Upon a Time in America. Remember that in the garbage truck? Yeah. And his zits were flying everywhere. Wow. I can just see, speaking of feces of the species, yeah, I'm having a problem my computer is not, uh, all kinds of stuff here going strange. Maybe we're under some kind of a computer. And I agree with you. There's Internet cafes in every corner open 24 hours a day. Sure. We have them here. People weren't too pretty, but they were nice as can be. I mm -hmm. enjoyed it. I was only there three days, and I'm dying to go back. And I went in the middle of January. Now, did you crazy. did you check out the underground city there? Did you go underground? Yeah, that it brings you up in the DKNY building where the subway leads you to it. It's just unbelievable, man. There's a whole city underground in Montreal, and thank God because the weather there just blows. I mean, it's just freezing there. Yeah, but there's people all over the place. That's another thing. It gets down yeah. here to 60, and people bring out their fur coats. Well, the people there are uh, under 70, they start getting panicky. Yeah, I mean, I, I and I got to smoke all the Cuban cigars I wanted to. Right. Oh, and another thing, we turn on the TV and they had George Carlin on uncensored, and my wife looks at me sure. and goes, "What's going on?" And I go, "Welcome to civilization." Right. Amen. Yeah, no, but you were right. You got to go up to Canada if you want to get okay, out. Okay, I'll, I'll see you in Montreal, eh? <laughs> All righty, bye bye. See you. Okay. Yeah. It, it, what? Okay. What? We got the spots. We got spots. <laughs> yeah. And I don't play no drum roll because I want to hear the spots. Yeah, we're not gonna do anything. Just right the now. Spots. Right here. Right. Why do you like that echo? Gotta have it. Alright! The way I move around when I go through, I call the mambo movement number two. On the toilet seat, I swing and sway. To the mambo beat, the radio plays. It's going out a load, and I'm all through. There's just one thing I got to do. A little bit of paper is all I need. So I can make my hiney nice and clean. Rectum. I don't have to push, I'm in control When I move inside to side on the toilet bowl I never have to spray, it comes out whole It looks a little like a Tootsie Roll I sway to the left and sway to the right From cheek to cheek and I'll tell you why Not only are you burning calories But you never ever get a big red ring That's why, big fat guys Who can use the exercise Can have some fun when they do, it's the Mambo Movement number two. Hey, look at me, Alice. I'm doing the Mambo. Come on, do it. You look like a whaling heat. Get up and suck it. Get out. Somebody ought to paint Joe Torrey's bald spot before it's too late. 23 past noon at 560 WQAM. 642 votes on the poll. Is this amazing? It's not even 1230 yet. It's amazing. Which of these applies to you? I voted for Gore in 2000. I'm going to vote for Kerry at least once. 393 votes, 61.2%. I voted for Bush in 2000. I will again. 78. Only 12.1%, George. Good. 
Is that uh, Payrod's wife there, that blonde? Already. Yes. Powerful. and, and uh, It is? Yeah. Oh, huh, how do you like that? So those rumors about him and Derek Jeter may only be partially true. Um, <laughs> let's see. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004, 63. I'm too stupid to vote 37. I voted for Bush in 2000. I'll vote for Kerry 36. 5.6%. Voted for Bush last time. Voting for Kerry this time. A-Rod says. Good to be here. Uh, I voted for Nader, but this time Kerry 21. I voted in 2000, but not this year. Oh, look at that. Bunch of sour pusses. Nine. I voted for Nader, but this time Bush 4. And I'm not old enough to vote 1. One punk who's uh, laying out. So that's what we got so far. And, of course, uh, you know, to the Wisconsin voting is going on right now. Now, don't you think that, because uh, Kerry's 20 points ahead in the polls, he's going to kick ass. It's unlikely yes. that Dean's even going to come in second. Edwards is going to come in second. Now, don't you think, just if he has any, I mean, even the tiniest amount of class in his ass, don't you think it's time for uh, Howard to say goodbye? It's time. No, time it's for Howard to, to say, say goodbye. goodbye. Absolutely. What about Howard Dean? To Howard and his kin. WQM, hello. Hello? Yes. Yes, I'm calling for the Neil show. Speaking, ma'am. Neil Rogers? Yes. Oh, I'm listening on the radio. I can't. Don't listen on the radio. You get very confused. Okay, okay. Here we go. And then you hear that dial tone on the phone. Uh, one of the few girls that listen to you, you said that you don't have uh, women. Uh, we have no ladies. <laughs> well, you do. I have a couple of friends that listen to you. Show and fight. A girlfriend of mine uh, told me about it. How I you like that? Vote, uh, I'm going to vote uh, for uh, the first one. I voted for Gore, and I'm voting for uh, Kerry. Only this time twice. Exactly, to make right. sure, now, this right? Time be sure. Now, you notice you pause there, but don't uh, don't monkey around. This time you got to vote twice just to make sure. I know, I know. We do have to resuscitate the dead to go and vote. That is correct. Uh, like they do in other places. And also, uh, to George, wait till the movie comes out on uh, video. Okay. I didn't think it was all that great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Congratulations. Bye. Bye-bye. I'll trust her. Yeah, just just the wait. I mean, like getting, I mean, Woody Graber is so desperate. You know, he's looking at who was it? He was all excited about in the movie. Renee oh, Zellweger. Yeah, Renee Zellweger. She Renee Zellweger. Do a whole lot for me. Well, Josh seems to hop right in there. He knows who that is. He knows who it is. She's famous. Never heard of her. Jerry, the girl in Jerry Maguire. Never saw Jerry Maguire. Does Jerry Maguire seem like the kind of movie that I would watch? No, sports movie. Oh. Good God, it's enough to make me gag. Oh, that's right, it's a sports movie. Josh has to see that. It's his homework sports. assignment. 27 <laughs> past noon at 560 WQM. I'm sure that uh, the other Josh probably takes uh, takes it, maybe uh, sits on his lap during the movie. Anorex Diabetic is a truly delicious meal replacement trick that happens to be made for people living with diabetes, but anybody who is tired of all that sugar, man, can drink it and enjoy it. Anorex Diabetic is sweetened with Splendor, which is made from sugar, but it sure ain't sugar, man. No, none of that calorie crap. So there's no aftertaste uh, like you get with aspartame and saccharin either. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a big fat ass hurry. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides you with all the essential vitamins and minerals you need for a healthy life plus fiber antioxidants yet it's low in saturated fat and low in cholesterol too. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten free and lactose free. It's an 8 ounce can with 237 calories to easily digest. Great nutrition. Try Enterex Diabetic once. You'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. Pick it up. It's all over town now because more and more people are knocking out the door for it. Pick it up at Sedano's, Navarro's, Eckerd's, Publix, Walgreens, CVS, other local pharmacies. Or if you'd like to try it for free, you can do that by making one easy call or going online. If you'd like a free two-pack, one vanilla, one chocolate, just call one 866 
368-3739. Be sure and tell them that Neil sent you for the delicious one. Get an additional special gift just for having the cojones to mention my name. Or online if you'd like to order, enterexdiabetic.com. Click on free samples. Here's that toll-free number again for your free two-pack, 1-866-368-3739. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. I'm going to bang you in the butt, honey. Okay. I was depressed and feeling lonely Until I found me a religious man Said to show how much I need her I had to quote the Bible like a preacher I'll get religious if you'll have sex with me And take like a phony holy born again Born again girls are brainless wonders Recovering from abuse or heavy drugs there you go, tell her that you like her, even though you're a loser and a liar, then you're gonna spend some time in between her legs, oh my God. just like a phony, holy born again. If you wanna get your hands in her pants, just say you talk to Jesus today, I guarantee that you're gonna get laid, laid, like you WQM, Mad Dog at 2, the Hopper at 4, in the studio no less. 7 to 10 tonight, we got a big extravaganza, man, the big at the NFL uh, Combine. Eddie K at 10, Joe and Mark overnight. I don't even like saying that, the NFL Combine. I feel like unclean saying that. Say it proud, Combine. Combine! Combine this and combine that. What do you got? You got a bunch of crap. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I guess now's a good time for this story. Gene injections in rats can double muscle strength and speed, researchers have found, raising concerns that the virtually undetectable technology could be used to illegally build super athletes. A university of, I mean, make those steroids passe. A university of Pennsylvania researchers seeking ways to treat illness said studies in rats show muscle mass strength and endurance can be increased by injections of a gene-manipulated virus that goes to muscle tissue and causes a rapid growth of cells. The things we're developing with diseases in mind could one day be used for genetic enhancement of athletic performance, Lee Sweeney said yesterday at the National Meeting of the American Association for the Advancement of Science, which of course means witchcraft and the devil. Sports officials said the gene therapy has the potential of betraying the very essence of sports athletes using their natural talents and training to compete. Tom Murray of the Hastings Center said it would be like allowing an athlete to compete in the Boston Marathon wearing rollerblades. Well, what's wrong with that? It would be kind of fashionable. Sure. Performance-enhancing drugs have been a concern in sports, and gene therapy has the potential to, if Emerald will pardon us, kick it up a notch, said Murray. Boy, I hate Emerald, man, like poison. I can't stand him. Bam! 
Do you like Emerald? Are you kidding me? Are you talking he has me? a restaurant there that I understand really sucks, too, as a matter of fact. What's the restaurant he's got in South Florida? I don't know. Emerald's restaurant sucks. No, no, seriously, I hear it really sucks. Anyway, Murray says it makes the challenges greater of controlling performance-enhancing measures. He has no doubt athletes will be in touch with Sweeney when they learn of his research. Sweeney said already that half the emails he receives are from athletes or sports trainers. How do you like that? Gene therapy looms as an even more serious threat than drugs for performance enhancement in the uh, 60s, 80s, 90s, etc. How do you like that? So forget about Jose Consucco, forget about Barry Bonds, forget about little pansy steroids. We're going to talk about, like, uh, Bill Bixby. Right. The incredible bulk. Genetic manipulation. Baby. Right. Oh, speaking of morons. Are you better off today than you were four years ago? No. No. Hell no. Five six seven oh. Oh, and speaking of that, you know what I'm starting to think of now? This is bad. During the break, I went and took a leak, which has nothing to do with this, but I just thought I would say that, just okay. to piss off uh, Michael Powell. I took a leak, Mr. Powell. Is that okay? No. No. Uh, anyway, and I was thinking to myself, it's already the middle of February. It's it's even past the middle because it's a short month. Right. And I'm starting to think about, like, uh, July and August. Like what? Ba vacation? I'm talking about, forget about vacation. You know me, I have vacation like every couple of days. I'm talking about July and August when it's the old two-a-days. Some people think about two-and-alls. I think about two-a-days, two-a-weeks. And, of course, we know that you're going to be making the big, big bucks during the <laughs> summer months in July and August, and we're going to be counting on you on your broad shoulders like last summer to lift those numbers back up again. So it's going to be you and Josh, so Josh better go into training. He better set aside some of that perversion and sports crap for a little while and go into training so the two of you can, like, uh, you know, ejaculate. Just, just fine. Okay. Five, six, uh, I mean, he ain't no beaner boy, thank God. Oh, yeah. I doubt that... I doubt that you'll find him face down on the floor anytime soon in that studio. We'll see. Unless, of course, he keeps breathing that good fresh air. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty, or unless Pharrell comes back on the AT and T and Verizon line. Not too much action on the phone there. I was hoping we'd take like fifteen thousand calls between now and two, because that's our meat and potatoes, man. That's the bread and butter of the Neil Rogers show, isn't it? No. That's what they tell me. Mm, bread. And Here's butter. our only call on screen. Was QAM. Jamba. And I knew I knew it was him. How did I know it was line six? I knew it. Psychic vibrations. See, I'm talking about two weeks. He's doing three a days. Too many. That's it on the phone, so I guess I'm going to go back to all my stuff here. Five six seven oh five sixty. One last chance. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. We're going to make a thousand votes on the poll again today. You know that? Good. And during the show. Six seventy seven. Well, like I said, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I can get a little bit carried away. We need to get to 800 by 1 o'clock to have a shot. We got a shot, baby, to break all records during the show. And that's, again, because of Halley's Berries. Jane Fonda's boobies tomorrow. And like I said, once in a while, just by accident, maybe some of these people, as they're scanning and scouring, and then they go down and see Howard Dean with his hand over Janet's <laughs> flap, and they'll say, oh, there's a story, there's a headline, and, and somebody will read it to them, you know? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, you were wondering about Howard Dean. Let me ask you this. Yes. If you had a wife that looked like his, wouldn't you want any excuse to stay on the road? Yeah, and when, and when people kept asking in the beginning how come he's got his wife hidden in a broom closet and we don't see her, I mean, now everybody knows. Right, that's right. And w one other thing on a different subject. Yes, sir. Whatever happened to Jessica Lynch? Don't hear about her no more. Uh, she's busy with the uh, miniseries and the uh, movie. Right, ever since she said she didn't want the government using her, all of a sudden they dropped her like a hot potato. Exactly. Take it easy, Neil. Good luck to us, pal. I see you. 5670560. Oh, Maybe they're getting the lynch mob. 
Tom 560 on the AT&T. So I was starting to say before, which I think is a really great idea. Dividing the country up into, and we de desperately need it. Yeah. I don't know how to help. I mean, in fact, maybe we can even come up with different names of the uh, parts of the country. The zones. Take, yeah, the, the real zone, the twilight zone, which I think you're already in. <laughs> right. <laughs> I the evil to... zone. Yeah. And the, the God Squad zone would be good. I think the Northwest Dude, region, God. for all us horny buggers, we're going to yeah. call that the ozone. The oh! zone. Right. Maybe you go out to Vancouver, right? Maybe we can include that in there. That's right. I don't, I don't really have no desire to go to Vancouver. It's very scenic. It's very pretty. It's the kind oh, of place, on. it's nice to look at on a picture postcard. You know, oh, that's beautiful, okay? Go do a spy report. No. I'll go back to Montreal like that other guy said. I'll go underground. Maybe the good-looking people are all hiding underground. You just take the crane uh, the crane right across. WQM, hello. WQM, hello. Speak to me, sir. Yes. Neil? Yes. Neil, how you doing, buddy? Okay, Pally. Hey, listen, uh, you know, I've been uh, watching the CNN news now with the new gay things, actually, people. Uh, the gay thing? Well, yeah, you know, the gay, the, the gay Mary up there. Yeah. It really grows me out when I, and I'm a liberal guy, man. Yeah. And I, Sound like it. Liberal Cuban guy. I, I'm, I am. I, yeah. I have nothing against gay people, but, you know, seeing that on TV, I, I don't think it's appropriate. Well, turn on the comedy channel, okay? Yeah, it's not appropriate to see them fags get married on TV. That's bad, especially the ones kissing on lips. And I would tend to agree yeah. with them, those, those clones. I, didn't I say that to you this morning That's before the said? show? Yes. I don't want to see a bunch of silly-ass clones. They don't represent me. I mean, that's what they are. Okay, fine. Although they could do a little work on a mustache and a haircut. But, uh, oh, man, with the open mouth kissing and the tongues and the squeezing of the crotch, just tone it down a little bit, okay? Don't don't go overboard. Don't get too carried away. But it is San Francisco, all right? So they're yeah. used to it. 19 to 1. How many straight people are there in San Francisco? About 30, man. Hey, if your carpets look about 30 years old, Here's the answer for you. Don't go out and spend a ton of money getting new carpet because it costs you an arm and a leg. Call my good friends at Dry Concepts, and you wouldn't even think about calling anybody else if you got a brain because they are simply the best in the business at bringing the deadest, most hopeless-looking carpets back to life. When they get done dry cleaning your carpets, which is exactly what they do, your carpets look brand new. They smell lemony fresh. They're drying a couple of hours, and it's just like you had brand new laid right there on your floor. They're vibrant in color, soft to the touch. They last longer and stay clean longer as well. So don't go uh, open up the yellow pages and play Russian roulette with your expensive carpeting. Trust it to our good friends at Dry Concepts. They give you a written, guaranteed price up front before they start the job. No scams, no rip-offs, no games. In fact, you can save even more when you call Dry Concepts. Tell them to put you on their standby list, which can save you an extra 15% on your next carpet cleaning. Call them today. I've been using them in my homes for over 20 years. They'll never let you down. Call 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. WQAM. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy. Not Judge Judy. That's a different miskite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabissen and look like a Shana Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, eh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Michigas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy. 
though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were going in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagitz. Most of the time he's a mensch, but on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband Howie would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City, I get to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, Gazakazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. 1247 at 560 WQM. There is a God. Oh, God. Uh, remember I was talking last week about Larry Flint and the story about uh, the Bush paid for abortion? Right. In Texas? No, don't tell me it's back. New York Daily News in their Daily Dish column, it says activist rocker Moby raised Republican hackles last week when he advised President Bush's enemies to engage in political mischief. Moby told my fellow gossips, Russian Malloy, for example, you can go to all the uh, pro-life chat rooms and say you're uh, an outraged right-wing voter and that you know that George Bush drove an ex-girlfriend to an abortion clinic and paid for her to get an abortion. Now the incorrigible Larry Flint says he plans to market a Bush abortion story as genuine in a book to be published this summer by Kensington Press. This story has got to come out, the wheelchair-bound Hustler magazine told the Daily News' Corky Semenko. That's, uh, there's a lot of hypocrisy in the White House about this whole abortion issue. Flint claimed that Bush arranged for the procedure in the early 70s. I've talked to the woman's friends, Flint said. I've tracked down the doctor who did the abortion. I've tracked down the Bush people who arranged for, for the abortion. I got the story nailed, he said. Is this incredible or what? That's incredible. Answering my prayers. But Flint wouldn't disclose whether he plans to name the uh, woman. And and you remember Ed Gillespie last week, the Republican mm -hmm. National Chairman? Oh, there's going to be a story that they're going to be uh, they're going to be smearing us with this story, an abortion story. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's true. Because we heard about it four years ago, but not quite in time. That was another lifetime ago before I found Jesus. Nice going, Larry Flint. You go, boy. Not too fast though. Slow that chair down. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's another good fact from uh, Sergio who says, "How come our commander in thief?" At the Yahoo Daytona, it's time to do that for a photo op, but he's too busy to make it any of the 532 different funerals from our soldiers in Iraq. Excellent point as usual, Sergio. Okay, you go. You? Right. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay, Pally? Speaking to Neil, please. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how are you? Yeah. Okay. That was a shocker. Let me say that this country... Every day I live in it, and all the things I hear, it makes me envy you when I hear you talking from Toronto. Yeah. Because when I hear the polls regarding people against, you know, gay marriage, who gives a flying crap? Exactly. What the hell does it individual decide to do? You know? We got American kids dying every day in Iraq in a war being fought that was started based on lies. And these people are worried about whether gay people are going to have a piece of paper that says that they're legally married. Who the hell I mean, gives are, a crap? Are these people screwed in the head or what? Yes. Sir. I mean, I, I also just saw the movie for the first time, Bowling for Columbine. Right. And you hear about the countries that have uh, death by gun every year. 
and you hear about Japan, 39, mm-hmm. Canada, maybe 150, mm-hmm. England, 89, Australia, 67. Right. And we got 11,127. If they would put the priorities in order in this country, maybe we could survive for a year or two, you know? Good luck to you, pal. Pray for us all. Bye-bye. I'll see you at the border. All right. See you at the old Peace Bridge. Peace on it. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're not going to make a thousand votes now. They slow right down. Oh, come on. Crawl. Well, they're just not uh, that motivated. It's not one of those big deals. It only has to do with the election. Seven hundred sixteen. Which of these um, applies to you? I voted for uh, Gore. Seven hundred twenty. Voted for Gore in two thousand. I'm going to vote for Kerry this time. Sixty point eight percent. Four hundred thirty eight. I voted for Bush in two thousand and will again. Eighty seven. Twelve percent. Don't confuse me with the facts. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004, 74. I voted for Bush in 2000, and I'll vote for Kerry now, 42, almost 6%. I'm too stupid to vote, 41. I voted for Nader, but this time for Kerry, 24. I voted in 2000, but I won't this year, 9. I voted for Nader, but this time Bush, 4. I'm not old enough to vote that one punk. And don't forget, Nader is going to run again, not on the Green Party, but on the uh, Desperate Party, on the Ego Party. <laughs> there you go. What is wrong with you, Mr. Nader? Oh, and now I, try, I tried uh, printing something out before about five times and it wouldn't print. Now all of a sudden it decided, okay, now's the time to print. You ever do that? All the time. Oh, my God. Just pages and pages. Well, oh, gee, I just tore it up again. It's that thing about Larry Flynn. <laughs> Republican National Committee Chairman Ed Gillespie, who in a speech last week accused Kerry campaign supporters, not just Moby, of hatching Internet chat room scheme, was unavailable for comment on Flynn's charges, but they already uh, tried to nip that one in the bud by talking about it. Oh, yeah, they're going to come up with this cockamamie rumor about how the president uh, got a woman pregnant and paid for her abortion and drove her to the abortion clinic. It's true. Or at least so that's what Larry Flynn told us back in 2000, and, uh, in the fall of 2000, I right before the election. If we'd had about another two weeks, just another couple of weeks, could have laid that right out there for America to see, and maybe they wouldn't have been able to steal the election. Speaking of violence, Dutch Hell's Angels found shot dead in the stream, in the old yellow stream. Dutch police have launched a murder investigation after discovering the bullet-riddled bodies of three house angels in a stream in the southern Netherlands. How do you like that? Nederlands. The bodies of the members of the Nomads House Angels Club in Orsbeek, near Maastricht, were retrieved from a stream at Echt in Limburg province on Friday after they went missing from their clubhouse on Wednesday. All three have been shot several times, police say. Just to make sure. One of the victims, named yesterday as Paul de Vries, 54, was president of the Nomads, one of several Dutch clubs. Another victim in his 30s was planning to marry DeVries' daughter. The bikers had to be buried tomorrow in the southern city of Sittard, where with Hell's Angels from all across Europe expected to attend. What is that all about? Can you please explain that to me? Explain what? The Nomads' website with the uh, Hell's Angels. The Nomads' website was offline yesterday, but dozens of messages of condolence have been submitted to the websites of other Dutch Hell's Angels clubs. Limburg police said there was no indication they had died as a result of gang warfare, but admitted that a motive hadn't been identified. No revenge actions were expected, and police have not increased surveillance of the Hells Angels group at this time. Despite this, German police are monitoring two clubhouses in Viersen and Willock, according to the ANP News Agency. It's not the first time Hells Angels have died violently in Niederlands. A well-known member of the club, Sam Klepper, mm-hmm. Sam Schlepper, was gunned down in 2000 in a killing which triggered violence between rival gangs. There we go again with the Bloods and the Crips and the uh, the East Coast rappers and the West Coast rappers. Yeah. Several Hells Angels were also shot dead in a brothel just outside Amsterdam and others arrested for firearms offenses. 
The Hells Angels, also popular in Germany and Scandinavia, were founded in the U.S. in 1948. Members ride powerful motorcycles and sport a skull logo on their leather jackets. The organization has an estimated 2,500 members around the world, including Jazz McKay, I'm sure. Its main Dutch branch in Amsterdam refused to comment yesterday, and the Nomads Clubhouse in Oysbeek was reported to be surrounded by men armed with clubs, clubs and bats. <laughs> Just to be sure. Just to be on the safe side. Although clubs and bats, quite frankly, don't combat those uh, bullets too well. It's hard to combat bullets with a bat. Know what I'm saying? You have to be a really good hitter. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Howard Dean to stay to say goodbye. Come on, let's hear it. What's wrong with this man beside the ugly wife? WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing today? Okay. Hey, I wanted to call you. Did you hear about uh, the woman that got arrested in Texas? You mean the porno shop? Yeah. For selling a dildo, yeah. Can you believe that? Sure. Texas man. of what she called it. Right. And told people what to use it for. I mean, if you own a business and you're selling a product, aren't you supposed to tell people what it's for and how she to She should use have it? just told them it's an ornament to have around the house. Stick it in the drawer and keep it handy. You know, I'm sure George knows about this also. Uh, just like no. when you go into a smoke shop, it's not a bong. It's a water pipe. Water pipe, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, can you play me some uh, Mickey and Eisner? Okay. Thanks, Pally. You got him, man. Oh, All by right. the way, uh, Disney said no to com to uh, a Comcast. Good. Well, I mean, no. They said no so far, but then they said just up the ante, and uh, they'll no, say yes. It'll up happen. the ante. Just give me a little more cash, and we'll say okay. It's not a matter of if. It's just a question of when. Just like when Rimmer has the next hockey show on this uh, on this uh, station this summer. You know who's going to be the first one out? Eisner. Yeah, he'll be gone. They've been trying to unload his ass anyway. Now that Comcast will buy it up. Eisner. He'll be gone. See, the thing, I don't feel too sorry for those people because a lot of these guys have been making millions and millions. If they don't, like, you know, stash a little bit of a way under the mattress somewhere, uh, tough titty, right? Right, please. Like, poor Payrod, let's take up a collection for him. Ooh. Poor, uh, he's got to take a little bit of a pay decrease there to go play for the Yankees, and they're making a big saw to dance about. They should take baseball and ban it. Baseball should be banned, you know? The Marlins won a World Series. That's probably never going to happen again. They won it twice in just six years. That's That's it. Now, get rid of it. Say goodbye to it. With these crazy, insane salaries. Mike Pizza, that uh, screamer, he's getting like 13 million a year or was, uh, oh, what's that all about? Can you tell me? No. Mass madness, lunacy, and most of these places, in fact, what they can do is nobody show up in any of the other stadiums, just in Yankee Stadium. They can just pack the joint. They can be packing it every night. 1257, now you think we got a shot at a thousand now? We got yes. seven, huh? Yes. We do? Yes. We got 750, which means we need 250 votes in that big one to two hour. We got to put on the big push. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Not just the one to two hour, it's a phenomenon. Darn it, I told you, don't bother me while I'm in here. Hi, sir. Hello? It's Mickey Mouse. Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning. How are you? What the hell are you doing to me? Uh, uh, nothing, sir. You're freaking killing me. No, no, I'm not. I got David Kelly calling me every three minutes. Why did we move the practice? Sir, you, you told me to move the practice. I didn't tell you anything. You must have misunderstood me. N no, sir, you said move the practice to Monday. Hey, hey, listen, Bupwipe. 
I'm the boss. I make the decisions. You take the heat. Right. You move the practice. Okay. I... How are we doing with it anyway? I, oh, man. Hold on. Remus. <laughs> yeah, boss. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm on the phone, Remus. Hi, sir. Yes, sir. What was your question? I'm telling you, I'm going crazy over here. Between David Kelly and now Michael Jackson calling me every three minutes, I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Hold on. Reavis! Get in, you boss. Stop it, Reavis! I'm going to fall, boss. Stop going the floor, Reavis! Reavis! What's this in my hand, Reavis? That's your penis, boss. My other hand, Reavis! Oh, that's the phone, boss. Right. I can't hear anything, Remus. Stop sawing the floor. Sorry. Hi, sir. Sir, sir, the moves are working out very well. The practice is fourth in its time slot well, and moving fourth up. Fourth in its time slot? Christ, are we even beating the WB? Barely. Oh, my God. The Michael Jackson thing was a rating success. Of course. Hold on a second. Remus. <laughs> what the hell are you doing with a harmonica, Remus? Well, don't play it, Remus! I'll jam that thing down your throat! And get that bluebird away from me! Oh, come on, bluebird! <laughs> I'm allergic! Eisner! Sir, over 25 million people saw Shut that. up, Eisner! Listen! Uh, yeah. You see me, what I'm doing here? Uh, uh, sir, you're on the phone. I know I'm on the phone! Do you see what I'm doing? Use your imagination for crying out loud. Uh, uh, I'm moving my hands up and down, side to side. I'm the puppet master. I say it, you do it. Now Fox is going to air all the stuff that you cut out of the Michael Jackson interview. Uh, but, 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 sir, you told me to edit out all that stuff to make him look uh, like uh, a uh, uh, Puppet master, me. <laughs> Idiot. Oh. <laughs> the floor, boss. There's nothing wrong with the floor, Remus. What's this in my ear? That's your penis, boss. My other ear, Remus. <laughs> That's the phone, boss. That's the phone, Remus. Get out. Come on, Bluebird. Get out. Eisner? Yes, sir. Killing me. Uh, Killing me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Killing me. Sorry. Killing me softly. 104 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog coming to two, the Humper at four, and then the Big O at oh. the place. 769. See, we're not going to make it anywhere near a thousand. You want to know why? Why? Because I didn't threaten them. Ah. I'm not going to do that today. That's, that's bad. I'll do Whatever. it tomorrow. Okay. Bush shall plan to ban gas additive action benefited big GOP donors in the chemical industry. That's got to be an aberration, right? Right. Like those child molesting priests. The Bush administration quietly shelved a proposal to ban a gasoline additive that contaminates drinking water in many communities, helping an industry that's donated more than a million dollars to Republicans. The EPA's decision had its origin in the early days of President Bush's tenure when his administration decided not to move ahead with a Clinton-era regulatory effort to ban the cleaner additive methyl tertiary butyl uh, ether, or MTBE. Okay. I like uh, MTBE myself. The proposed regulation said the environmental harm of the additive leaching into the groundwater overshadowed its beneficial effects to the air. The Bush administration decided to leave the issue to Congress, where it's been bogged down by a proposal to shield the industry from some lawsuits. That initiative, of course, is being led by House Majority Leader, the unctuous Tom DeLay, Republican of Texas. And don't forget, leave your dildos at home in Texas. Tragic. Like I said, divide a country into sections. That's the only answer for it. 
That thing about uh, Larry Flynn, didn't I just mention that the other day? Wouldn't it be great if he came out with a story? Just yesterday, I think. And now he's not only going to have a story, he's going to write a book this summer, just in time for oh! the election. Just like the cocaine and the booze and the, the DUIs, that was a lifetime ago. I found Communist. Jesus. Yeah. Now, this story here, I just it just makes me sick to my stomach. See, there's one thing that American society doesn't want to accept, and that, that is this. There are there's no cure for pedophiles. Yeah. What? Yeah, are, what? Are, so all those uh, guys who you know who are doing their ten to twenty for having a, a pin joint in their ashtray, uh, let them out and make some room, or, or have some kind of a, an institution or some kind of an island, right? Like Alcatraz, and send the pedophiles there, and they can molest each other. Like Antarctica. A convicted sex offender from Boynton Beach was arrested Sunday, accused of molesting three girls and two boys at a birthday party. Sheriff's officials said. Stephen Loomis, 40, of Meadows Drive, inappropriately touched some of the children and showed them a pornographic video, said Sheriff Spokesman Diane Carhart. He was at a children's party about 18 months ago when the incident happened. The allegations were reported to a sheriff's deputy who then turned over the case to the Special Investigations Unit. Loomis was charged with capital sexual battery on a child younger than 12, showing obscene material to a minor and four counts of lewd or lascivious molestation. Loomis, here comes the best part. Loomis pleaded guilty in 1996 to two counts of committing a lewd act on, uh, act on in his former uh, on children in his former Boca neighborhood. He'd been accused of fondling four of his daughter's friends, three girls and a boy, whose ages ranged from six to eight. He was sentenced to three months in jail, a year of house arrest, and three years of probation. So you have to wonder, what is he doing at a birthday party with kids? Huh? Obviously a lot. Carhartt reminded parents that the FDLE website lists sex offenders in their registered addresses. We also encourage people, if there's any sign of inappropriate action by an adult, to keep the lines of communication open with your children, Carhartt said. Loomis remained in the Palm Beach County Jail without bond. Ain't going to change. Pedophiles are pedophiles. You can ship them around like the church did, and all they're going to do is molest somebody else's kids. And the same with this. Well, no, they give three months in jail and one year's probation. Hmm. Heavy duty. Wow. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. Can I talk to Neil? Speaking. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Pretty good. Hey, listen. I'm relocating back up north, and I just wanted to call and all thank right. you for all the for all the fun times that I enjoyed while my brief stint down here. And I'll be listening to you on the internet whenever I can. Where are you going? New Jersey. Oh well, nothing's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm making my way back up north, but, you know, well, it's a nice area of New Jersey if there is such a thing. At least it's close to some civilized places anyway. Yeah, right, yeah. That might be an oxymoron, a nice place in New Jersey. It doesn't smell too much there, so I guess you can take, you got to take what you can get. Exactly. But I just wanted to thank you for all the, uh, for all the entertainment that you provided me while I was down here. Okay, best of luck, pal. I'll see you in ten fly. All right. All right. See you in Atlantic City at the casino with all them old cockers, man. Bus loads and bus loads, they ship them in, man. Old Cockers and Schwarzes from uh, Philadelphia and New York. Shipping them in to Atlantic City. Don't ever go there. No, thank you. Uh -huh. It's the only only place I've ever been in my life, I think, uh, that I've... The whole time I was there, uh had my hand on my wallet. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I had yeah. my hand on my ass. I mean, I've, you know, places I've had my hand on somebody else's ass. Yeah. But at this place, I had my hand on my own ass, just making sure that that wallet was in it. Uh, Looking around like, like that? They just all just kind of jam up uh, right real close and tight, you know? We're going to make a 900, you think? I, I'm not, you know, whatever we get, we'll get. Yeah, it's all gravy. Because we got over 20, oh, I should give this, over 2,600 votes on a hot couples contest. 
Monica and Brian, 558. Come on, Monica. Sarah and Sean, 378. It's nice to share. Jesse and Jeffrey, 241. Karen and Joe, 213. Giselle and Rick got 173. Carmen and Carlos, 155. And Aaron and Bra uh, Brandon, Braden? Bradenton. I can't read my own writing. Uh, Bradenton, 141, whatever her name is. Whatever his name Whatever his name is. 141. Those are the ones that are over 100 right now. But a long way to go. The whole thing closes out 155 on Friday. So be sure and vote like a hell of a lot. And they are. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Is this to vote? This is to vote, yes, ma'am. I will vote. I voted for Gore, and I will vote whomever the Democrat is. All right. Two or three times. What, dear? I said have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. She's voting for whoever the Democrats put in there, okay? Heinrich Himmler, uh, Martin Borman, Rudolf Hess, anybody. And I agree with her. Anybody be a big improvement over what we got now. Can you even begin to imagine how they must be piddling in their pants? I mean, you know, they tried the thing with Kerry and the intern. You know, they, they, they threw their crap up against the wall. Didn't stick. No. No, not even close. Didn't even make like a little, just a little tiny ripple, you know? Yeah, they're going to lose and they know it. Probably Kerry popped a little bit of a Rectum. roid here and there, but that, that was about it. And now, if all of this stuff with the cocaine, you know, it's so easy to say, well, that was another lifetime, you know. Well, when you got a guy who's got his head on the uh, nuclear button number, or nuclear, I'm sorry, nuclear button, Careful. number one, and who's sending kids off to be uh, butchered in war and killing people all over around the world, and who's surrounded by a bunch of neocon hawk lunatics, chicken hawks, uh, yeah, then you better really know what you're dealing with, including that phony military record including the abortion, if that story is true. And I have no reason to doubt it because this is the second time around for it. And remember when your close personal friend Al told us that the Larry Flint was getting ready to pop it right... I guess the woman, they, uh, yeah, they must have gotten to her or whatever the hell happened. Yeah, something. We don't want to speculate. Right. Maybe they had her, like, uh, hosed down somewhere just till after the election was over. 5670560, oh, but that, that's going to be just... Uh, that'll be it. That'll be the end. Finito. Because can you imagine all the uh, all the right-wing religionists out there? Oh, my God! An abortion? Holy crap! No, you don't get it. It's not going to mean a thing to them. Why do you say that? That was a lifetime ago. I hadn't found Jesus then. Well, that's right. That's before I found Jesus. Yeah, but a lot of the independents and other people who might be on the fence are going to think, Holy crap, what a hypocrite and what a liar and what a uh, phony baloney. You could have eaten a hundred children, a hundred of their children. No, I think you only did about 35. Oh. 113 at 560 WQM. When it comes to mattresses, America's leading brand is Sealy. The Sealy Posturepedic line is famous all around the world for comfort and durability. If you want rock-bottom prices on the entire lineup of brand-new Sealy Posturepedics, don't waste your time in those bedding or department stores waiting for special sales because every day, 365 days a year, you'll get the best deal from our friends at Dollar Mattress. Just that one easy call will do it for you, 1-800-MATTRESS. Dollar Mattress carried the complete line of Sealy, and now they're even easier to care for than ever before because Sealy's new line of posturepedics are just like the beast. They never have to be flipped or rotated. Just uh, have them set it up for you and enjoy years and years of comfort. These beds are constructed to provide optimal comfort on the sleeping surface, and they last you for a hell of a long time. So just call that toll-free number right now, 1-800-MATTRESS. Talk to an expert bedding consultant and enjoy the service ranked number one for overall customer satisfaction. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why our friends at Dollar Mattress are ranked the best anywhere in customer satisfaction. So enjoy a great night's sleep tonight and for years to come with a fantastic, unbeatable, Sealy Posturepedic from Dollar Mattress. 
I've been doing it for years, buying my mattresses from these folks, and now even George and Boca Brian Miguel and Fat Boy are on the bandwagon. They do the smart thing. They make one easy call and sit back and uh, on their ass, wait for the delivery to come. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Hey guys, you want to cheer up, have Britney sit on your face. Absolutely. Make that old acne clear up when Britney sits on your face. Forget about your wife or girlfriend now, kneel and say grace. Better shave off that beard and stash their aches, pick up the pace. You're really gonna love it when Britney sits on your face. Imagine the view above it when Britney sits on your face. Bent over, it looks like a frown when Britney starts sitting down. Britney sits on your face. Yeah, Britney sits on your face. Imagine Britney Spears leaving her clothes all over your floor Knowing in just a minute or two you're gonna score Wipe off that dingy beast too before Britney sits on your face Careful not to bite or chew when Britney sits on your face Stop dreaming and clean up your place Cause she wants a brand new face in your dreams. I want to give you a kiss. 119 at 560 WQM. I got a great uh, piece here by Michelangelo Signorelli, that uh, child. Okay. Uh, he writes in the New York Press, Dredge Report, the cyber hack jumps the gun. And if you could see the picture he's got here of Miss Fudge with a, oh my God, with his mouth wide open like he's ready to eat a banana. You would just pee your pants. But anyway... He says, I happen to know that several major news organizations have for some time been looking into claims about portly conservative moralizer Bill Bennett, you know, the one that had all the gambling problems? Right. And a leather-bound dominatrix bodybuilder in Las Vegas, a woman who has some very interesting narratives to recount. What news organizations? The top five that come to your mind are on the list. Some reporters have even traveled far and wide on this story. Does this mean the story is true? No, it is developing, as our favorite cyber gossip character assassin likes to say, and it may go nowhere. Every day, reporters track down leads and follow up on tips. Sometimes this goes on for a while. They may never nail down the leads, and that's certainly true if there's no truth to them. It's interesting, though, that Matt Fudge, whose standards are far lower than even those, say, of the weekly world news, hasn't run a blurring headline like, Bill Bennett in grip of imminent dominatrix scandal. I say that, of course, because last week, Drudge ran a breathless world-exclusive report of his own, claiming that news organizations were chasing down recent alleged infidelity on the part of Democratic frontrunner John Kerry. Now, with regard to the Bennett rumor, take my word for it that several reporters have communicated directly with first-hand sources as have I. But what Drudge claimed about Kerry was so ridiculously far removed from the supposed source that you'd have better luck using a Ouija board to determine if there's any scandal in his future. The Washington Post and several other news organizations Drudge claimed had been looking into allegations based on the rantings of a friend of a woman who supposedly had an affair with Kerry but who fled the country and conveniently couldn't be reached. In other words, neither Drudge himself nor apparently any of the supposed reporters who claimed were looking into it seemed to have spoken to the alleged expatriate mistress, and Drudge hadn't even spoken to the woman's frantic friend himself. 
It is interesting that this unsubstantiated, unsourced, non-story about the Democratic frontrunner, which soon dominated right-wing radio, came as George W. Bush was whirling in the center of an increasingly well-sourced story regarding his past military service and his having gone AWOL. Loyal uh, soldier Drudge, who delighted in exposing Bill Clinton's sex life, seemed to spin into action and try to save Bush, perhaps fed information from Karl Rove's right-wing smear machine. Even conservative pundit, another self-hating queen, Andrew Sullivan, went off the reservation momentarily, entertaining the notion that the rumor was coming from his side. I'm beginning to worry that the Republicans might behind this, be behind this smear job on Kerry, he wrote on his blog. Kelly was forced to flatly deny the claims on Imus today after Drudge ran his report. Well, there's nothing to report, so there's nothing to talk about. I'm not worried about it, Kerry say, uh, stated. Usually, the denial itself elevates the story dramatically, which is the plan of the right-wing smear artist all along, landing it all over TV and newspapers across the country. But the drudge smear so far is pretty much bombed big time. The British tabloids and Rupert Murdoch-owned papers like the New York Post and its direct competition, the Daily News, picked it up, as well as a few third-rate local TV affiliates down south. This was pretty laughable, but Drudge nonetheless touted these breaks of the story on his site, desperate for attention and validation. Maybe a lot of media so far haven't picked up on the story, not because they're get, they have, are getting more scruples, but because Drudge is even more unreliable and wrong than he used to be, and he was pretty bad to begin with. Leonard Downey, Jr., editor of the Washington Post, one of the papers Drudge claimed was working on the story, told editor and publisher that no one there was investigating Kerry for any infidelity. Drudge also had said that Wesley Clark told dozens of reporters off the record that Kerry had an intern issue, yet if Clark knew Kerry was about to implode, why did he pull out of the race and why did he then give his endorsement to Kerry? The allegations, not surprisingly, did get linked up across the right-wing web. Andrew Sullivan perfunctorily attacked the rumor as politically motivated without actually criticizing his good buddy Drudge. Perhaps Sullivan was clearly still incensed over my having exposed his online bareback sex capades two years ago as has to come out against the invasion of privacy if he wanted to remain indignant about the past stories about him and his own behavior. But soon enough, he was slapped down by my fellow right-wing blatherers, Jonah Goldberg, writing on National Review Online and criticizing Sullivan for saying the smear came from the Republicans, and Jonah's infamous mother, Lucy Ann Goldberg. Remember her? Yes. One of the Cretans at the center of the Lewinsky affair who wrote a letter to Sullivan's site. Like a good beagle, Sullivan fell back in line and soon began excitedly speculating on how far drudges Kerry Smear would get in the mainstream press, hoping it would prove how influential he and his fellow right-wing bloggers have become. Some on the right even began linking to the National Enquirer's coverage, so hard up were they to get this story going. Perhaps by the time you read this, they'll have been more successful, but guess what? They haven't. says, then again, maybe Drudge shot his wad with a dubious story, and now his further sleaze stories on Kerry, surely developing, in quotes as we speak, will get less and less attention, we can only hope. Oh, and about Bill Bennett, it's developing. Nice going there, Michelangelo, you silly queen, you. 5670560, oh, you follow all that? Yes. Good. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hi, I need to speak to Neil. Speaking. Oh, Neil, this is Gene. Um, I just want to let you know one of the reasons why we're not getting as many votes today, you have to yes. change the boobs every day. I beg your pardon? You have to change the uh, the picture of the boobs every single day. What do you mean by that? Well, you can't have the same one every day, you know, because the guys that are, you know, they want to see something new. No, well, we got uh, Halle Berry. We, the reason we left it up a second day is because yesterday was a holiday and a lot of people might have been on vacation out of town. We didn't want to miss uh, Halle's berries. Yeah, and you got so many people, though, yesterday, remember? Yes, we did. That was cool. And also, another reason is, you know, you're encouraging everybody to vote twice in the uh, election this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be able to vote twice on our computers, too. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I can? I thought you said something about the cookies, you know, and we can't vote Well, uh, where does the world? Just eat a couple of cookies and see what happens then. Okay. Pick, pick a Thanks. All right, everybody.
chocolate chip. What? Bake a fresh batch. Break a, come out with a fresh batch, okay? Squirt, squirt. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. So what about that, Bill Bennett? A little bit of a gambling problem, eh? Oi! And now maybe like a little dominatrix problem. That was before he found. Oh, it's so sweet when the shoe was on the other foot, you know. And of course, there were a lot of people speculating that this whole Kerry uh, intern thing just happened to blow at the time when the AWOL stuff was coming down, right? The same weekend. Could have been just a coincidence, right? No, no chance. No chance. Nice try, Matt. You silly queen. Let's see, which of these applies to you? What do we got now? 800 and uh, some odd, 840. I voted for Gore in 2000, I'll vote for Kerry 505. I voted for Bush in 2000, well again, 105, 12.5%. Not too strong. I didn't vote in 2000, but will in 2004, 86. I voted for Bush in 2000, I'll vote for Kerry this time, though, 50. I'm too stupid to vote 47, we believe you. I voted for Nader this time, I'll vote for Kerry, 26. I voted in 2000, but I won't vote this year, 15. I voted for Nader this time. I vote for Bush only four, and I'm not old enough to vote. We got a pair who are playing hooky. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. In a republic, baby. Only in Miami. Could the pleasures of eating ass lead to an untimely death? I'm White Fort Lauderdale. Join us tonight at 6 for part one of a probing Channel 10 investigation into the dangers of eating ass. Experts say it tastes like a penny, but some doctors say it could spread disease. After that disturbing look at eating ass, we'll have more condescending tips on how to raise children. This is White Fort Lauderdale from Channel 10 News. What will the weather be like tomorrow? Filling in for the vacationing Dodno. We have Channel 12 weatherman John Matthews. Whoa, hello everybody, I'm John Matthews. Tomorrow's going to be bright and sunny and happy where the ducks will swim and the children will play. Also at 11, Christy Krueger takes us behind the scenes to show us which eye she actually uses to look in the camera. The dangers of eating ass, pet story and more buried between our continuing series of tips on how to raise children. Tonight, only on Channel Gen U. Rectum. 130 at 560 WQM. Speaking of that, a student group but Roger Williams University is offering a new scholarship for which only white students are eligible. A move they say is designed to protest affirmative action. Haven't I always said that? What's wrong with that? Nothing. A new scholarship for white students only. The application for the $250 award is an uh, essay, requires an essay, Why Are You Proud of Your White Heritage? and a recent picture to confirm your whiteness. Evidence of bleaching will disqualify applicants, says the application issued by the university's college Republicans. Jason Matera, 20, who's president of the Greek College Republicans, said the group is parodying minority scholarships. We think that if you want to treat someone according to character and how well they achieve academically, then skin color shouldn't really be an option, he said. Many people think that coming from a white background, you're automatically privileged, you're automatically rich, and your parents pay full tuition. That's just not the case. In fact, maybe there's some uh, very deserving white uh, young man in South Florida other than Willie Williams. Whatever happened with Willie Williams? Did we ever hear any more about that? No. Oh, how come I have, that I have how, how come that case just died, Josh? What the hell happened? I don't know. See? Where the hell is Willie Williams? Inquiring minds want to know. Anyway, it says the stud has angered some at the university, but the administration is staying out of the fray. The school's provost said it's a student group's initiative and not endorsed by Roger Williams University. Matera, who's of Puerto Rican descent himself, is a recipient of a five thousand dollar scholarship open only to a minority group. No matter what my ethnicity is, I'm making a statement that scholarships should be given out based on merit and need, he said, he told the Providence Journal. And even though he's a Republican, in this case, I agree wholeheartedly. 
his group took out a full, you see, it's not, not politically correct. If you're supposed to be liberal or to the left of Attila the Hun, you just can't say that affirmative action is a bad thing. Well, guess what it is? His group took out a full-page ad in last week's issue of the university student newspaper to tout the scholarship, which was for 50 bucks until two donors came forward to add $100 each during the weekend, so now it's 250 It's not the first brush with controversy for the group. The school temporarily froze the Republicans' money in the fall during a fight over a series of articles published in its monthly newsletter. One article alleged that a gay rights group indoctrinates students into homosexual sex. <laughs> there you go. So they're not perfect. Right, but they're good old Republicans is what they are. Just flexing their muscle and showing it off. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Clarence Page and the Palm Beach Post published a real interesting quote today. I'd like to read it if you don't mind, and it's from short. Pardon me. Yeah. Is it short? Good. Yeah, it's from uh, Colin Powell's uh, 1995 autobiography, My. American Journey, and as you know, he was a Vietnam veteran. And here's a mm -hmm. quote. I am angry that so many of the sons of the powerful and well-placed and so many professional athletes managed to wrangle slots in reserve and National Guard units. Right. Of the many tragedies of Vietnam, this raw class discrimination strikes me as the most damaging to the ideal that all Americans are created equal and owe allegiance to their country. Absolutely correct, sir. Yeah, I saw that the other day, but it bears repeating. That's beautiful. Well, he's just uh, got convenient Alzheimer's. You know how that is. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Pally. Have okay. a great day. Just say no. to Colin Powell. Oh, you know that asshole at uh, Loudmouth, New York? What the hell is his name, the one that they have on oh, IMS? Be more specific. No, you know the one, the uh, right winger, the one with the real heavy New York accent that was on it this morning. Oh, what is that guy's name? It begins with a B, as in Bullschmidt. I don't know. Yorkie McYork. Has him on there all the freaking time. A real bush oh, looker. Yeah. Oh, be patriotic, Imus, and support Bush. And uh, you got to, uh, you know, stick up for the troops and for Bush. And you got to, uh, you know, he's Bush going to win the landslide. And maybe they'll put Colin Powell on the ticket and that'll, uh, that'll get him in. What? Where did they find this scumbag? See, one thing about New York, man. There's a lot of wonderful people there, but there's also so many just oh, those stereotypical slimy scumbaggy type of people. Another one is that guard, that the guardian angels guy. What the hell is his name? Curtis Sliwa. Curtis Slee, Sleesbag. Sliwa. There's another good one for you. Never met a, a fascist he didn't like. WQM, hello. That line one has a uh, serious problem, but it does work. Let's it's hear it. Haunted. Once, huh? It's haunted. No, no, it is haunted, and that is that it, it does the cutoff real fast. It rings a few times, then <laughs> like that. Every time you pick it up, there's a spook on there. Exactly. WQM, hello. Please don't trace this call, but I actually uh, looked at Rush Bing Bang's uh, website one day. Uh-oh. Talk about, uh, you know, superimposing pictures. He had a picture, you know that famous picture of Monica kissing Clinton on the cheek now? Right. That one that, uh -huh. You know that picture? Yes, I do. Superimposed Carrie's picture where Clinton's face was. Mm -hmm. And that's right on his website. And yeah. It's just, it's just unbelievable. And I actually, again, don't trace the call, but I listened to the show, and... Um, this lady calls in and says how delicious the news is about Bill, uh, I mean, uh, you know, about, about Kerry. Yeah, well, guess what? Sorry. You guys lose. Delicious. And, and what, what he's saying is that it's the Clintons are behind it. They don't want a Democrat to win in 2004. Yeah, well, I've heard that rumor, too, that the Clintons, you know, I mean, will support him. Yeah, who knows? Unbelievable. And Willie Okay, Williams? good luck, you pal. And don't, don't do that again. We will trace the call. Willie Williams, house arrest. That's where he is right now. Uh, Still? We, uh, 
Yeah, house arrest while they try and do something with that violation of probation. I see. While well, they try to uh, eliminate it. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally, for all the info. What now? What were you saying? A lot of spooks in New Jersey. I thought that what you said. Well, a guy that's moving up to Jersey, beware. It's always Halloween every day up there. Twenty-four till two at five sixty WQAM. Isn't that what they say? Eminem obsession leads to physics discovery. Wait till we get to this story. Do you know that? Eminem's the candy or the wrapper or the candy wrapper. It's a good physic if you eat enough of them. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, I am. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm calling because I know how you are talking about the elections and how people should be voting twice and whatnot. Let me tell you, this morning I Tell woke me. up around 3.30 or 4 in the morning, and I turned on WIOD, Coast to Coast. Oh, AM. don't do that again. No, no, but this the topic was about elections. My goodness, let me tell you something. I was stunned. I was absolutely stunned. They talked, they talked, the lady who was the host, um, Bev Harris, she was talking about how, um, a company in around 2002 had been employed by the Pentagon, you know, because they, they gave the programming to do the, for the voting machines. Yeah, and the, and the majority of the ownership was done by the Saudis for the military voting. Yeah. And another thing is, she pointed out that there are only four companies primarily that serve the programming for voting machines, the electronic yes. voting machines. Yeah, we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum. We've talked about it. Uh, did you, now, did you know that she has a book called Black uh, Box Voting? No. It's fascinating. I mean, let me tell you, when, when you read that, you really start uh, really feeling sorry for this country's democracy. I mean, well, I, I already feel for your country's democracy. I feel for you. I mean, and what I'm really am shocked about is that these four companies that are doing the uh, programming for the voting machines, three of them are foreign-owned. One mm -hmm. of them is from Canada. Another one is from England. <gasps> so, I mean, and another thing is they make the programming of, for the voting machines so so bad. I mean, it's very easy for someone to tamper through it. In fact, Oh, that could never happen. There could never be a fixed American election, good there. <laughs> you know what's the most surprising thing I heard? And what they, is that in closing, yes? In closing, yes. In a county in California, an election result came out five hours before the precinct closing. Right. That's like, what? what is that? Well, at least they're, at least they're uh, getting it out fast to the public. You know what I'm <laughs> Sorry. Have a great day, Pally. Yes, thank you. He didn't mention Diebold, but I tried to sneak it in there, you know? Diebold. Diebold that loves Bush. Just happen to manufacture their machines. And we certainly don't want to go along with Robert Wexler and have a paper trail, do we? No. Because then you can figure it out when they uh, they fix the total. Where there's no paper trail, it's just a number. Where do we pull that number out of? Rectum. Our ass. Anyway, Princeton physicist Paul Chaikin's passion for M&M candies was so well known that his students played a sweet practical joke on him by leaving a 55-gallon drum of candies in his office. Little did they know that their prank would lead to a physics breakthrough. This isn't a joke. Okay. The barrel full of the oblate little candies made Chaikin think about how well they packed in. A series of studies have shown they pack more tightly in than perfect spheres, something that surprises many physicists and Chaikin himself. It's a startling and wonderful result, said Sidney Nagel, a physicist at the University of Chicago. One doesn't normally stop to think about this. If you did, you might have guessed what would happen, but you'd have guessed wrong. The issue of how particles pack together has intrigued scientists for centuries and has implications for fields such as the design of high-density ceramic materials for use in aerospace and other industries. Chaikin and his colleague, chemist Salvatore Torquato, used the candies to investigate the physical and mathematical principles involved when particles are poured randomly into a vessel. Writing in Friday's issue of the journal Science, they said they found that oblate spheroids, 
such as plain M&Ms, pack surprisingly more densely than regular spheres when poured randomly and shaken. When poured in, they said, spheres occupy about 64% of the space in a container. M&Ms manage to pack in a density of about 68%. We just stretched a sphere and suddenly cha things changed dramatically, said Torquato. To me, it's remarkable that you can take this simple system with common candies and probe one of the deepest problems in condensed matter physics. Mars, Inc., which makes M&M's, did not help sponsor the research, although it did donate 125 pounds of almond M&M's to chicken, Prince Princeton said in a statement. Isn't that great? That was mighty white of them. So there's a good physic for you. Just eat enough of them, a couple of pounds, and you'll be crapping your brains out. 20 till 2 at 560 WQ. I do like the uh, coated almonds, man. Oh. Oh, yeah. Those, I don't think about M&M's. Those things will make your blood sugar go up so damn fast. Like, yeah. I mean... Your head don't even hit the ground. They hit the sidewalk yet. That's why Dr. Bob should have stayed off the M&M's. His wife, by the way, is pretty porked off. She was on last night on Larry King. I watched about two minutes of it. And also some doctor from the Atkins group. And they should be pissed off. I mean, whether or not you like his diet or whether you liked his personality, which we didn't. The fact of the matter is he did have a great uh, weight loss thing, regime. And secondly, all they tried to do was, like, make him look bad. Even after his death, they still were trying to make him look bad because they're jealous and they want to sell you a lot of bread and a lot of uh, pasta and rice and crap and continue getting you fat and a lot of fast food garbage. Anybody had those, uh, where is it, Subway that's got those wraps? You had one yet? No, I don't uh, go there, girlfriend. You don't wrap there? <laughs> no. Well, no, seriously, they look pretty good on TV, but then again, so did yeah. those sandwiches. 18 till 2 at 560 WQM. If you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, if you want to save really big, visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, just 20 minutes south of the old 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive to save thousands and zillions of dollars on great new unbeatable Toyotas. Check out these great prices. Speaking of unbeatable, an 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own for just 12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots, lots more, just 16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, from just 14990 And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. This was the first dealer in all of South Florida to offer free tires and batteries for life, and they're still going strong at that. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, and they're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Their service department is even open weeknights late to late to make sure that your service work is done and done right. You'll find them on US 1, 293rd Street in Homestead. Not really that far, no matter where you are. Just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So if you're nauseated, if you're fed up with those mega dealers who overpromise and then underdeliver and disappoint every time, then call David Rich Armstrong's Toyota Homestead GM at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a whole lot on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Bandage, I am a pussy. I miss it so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie, Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. You know, somebody give me a fresh one, please. Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. <laughs> yes, let me do it. I am the Iman. You are the walrus cuckoo can chew. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus, he's irreverent. So, uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with this Watergate race? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it double represent? What the hell is it? I don't know. He's... I'm his he's boring. 
and he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. He may be boring, but he sure is incoherent, I'll tell you that. Bo Deedle, that's the name of the guy. Just It just dawned on me during okay. the break. What is it? Bo Deedle. Oh. Maybe he's the fifth Beetle. How can you not take that guy seriously? Like a poking with a needle. Oh, he just, he is what everybody despises about New York. He's the typical ugly New Yorker stereotype with the accent and the attitude and the whole just, just obnoxious. He's got New York obnoxious just dripping all over his puss, man. And of course he's become, uh, like on the talking head shows, you know, when they need some goofball on there. That, that's him. Just like that Curtis Sleeze bag that was making rounds for a while, but seems to have disappeared. 915 votes on a poll. We came close. We gave it a shot. If I would have just made a few threats, we'd have gotten to 1,000. Which of these applies to you? I voted for Gore in 2000, and I'll vote for Kerry uh, 544. Nearly two-thirds of al-Qaeda's known leaders have been captured. I voted for Bush in 2000, and will again, 119, 13%, in spite of that Alfred E. Newman look on his puss right now. It's sad. It's scary. I didn't vote in 2000, but I will vote in 2004, 94. I voted for Bush in 2000, but I'll vote for Kerry this time, 57. I'm too stupid to vote, 51. <laughs> I voted for Nader, but this time I'm voting for Kerry, 28. I voted in 2000, but I won't this year, 16. I voted for Nader, this time I'm voting for Bushmeister, 4. And I'm not old enough to vote a couple of juvenile delinquents. That's it. Not looking too good for the Bushmeister in our audience anyway. Not that you'd expect it to, but I mean, 13% isn't exactly anything to write home about. Nope. And what do you think is going to happen when Larry Flint's book comes out? Nothing. You don't see you're you're, you're focusing in on that segment, which is probably about seventy to eighty percent of his support. What about the other twenty percent? I'm focusing in on the people that plan to vote for him. Nothing is going to deter them. No, uh, he, that's seventy to eighty percent. You're talking baby, about the fundamentalist, no, lunatic, wealthy, or whatever the hell they are. Mm -hmm. Whatever motivates them. That's not all of them, though. Okay. There are. In fact, look at the poll. I voted for Bush in two thousand. I'll vote for Kerry fifty-seven. I voted for Nader last time. I'm going to vote for Kerry, 28. Maybe not because they love Kerry so much, but because they realize that the Nader vote is a waste of time, and they want to say bye-bye to Bush. And all those people who are wavering there in between, the undecideds, the independents, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're the ones that are going to make the difference. And if this abortion thing blows up and all the other bull crap, look out now. That's all I can tell you. WQM line one, will it work? Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. That guy's name when I missed that uh, with the B. Oh, Deedle. Bo, yeah, that's right. Bo the Wap Deedle. Thank you. A, okay, thank you. Bo the Wap Deedle. He's a greaseball. How do you like Deedle? Don't sound like uh, Italian to me. Probably a nickname. Don't they all have nicknames? Bo Deedle is a nickname? A pseudo name? I see. Sounds like a real name to me. <laughs> w, uh, WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Did you happen to see that story over the week? There's two things. Did you happen to see that story over the weekend when Ann Coulter said that Max Cleland's um, injuries in Vietnam? No, he's not, he wasn't a war hero. We had it on our website. Yeah. Oh, I'm she's, sorry. She's, a, she's just a disgusting, that, miserable bitch. What a, what a disgusting... Here's a guy that's a triple bitch. amputee, and so he got blown up by picking up a grenade and accident, but in the meantime, he served his country, unlike some people that we know. Yeah, George W. Bush was getting time off to go on Senate campaigns while mm -hmm. in the Guard. And uh, she's downplaying what Max Clayland in Vietnam. Terrible. Exactly. Also, did you see the uh, Calhoun guy? He said, oh, yeah, I saw Bush in Alabama. He said that he saw Bush throughout the summer of uh, 72. Yeah, summer now, now it turns out it was only four times. The story changed. We, I talked about it yesterday. Every, first it was a dozen times, then it was six times. Now it's down to four times. And then they admit, well, the guy's got a bad memory, so he's, he's having a trouble, a tough time remembering. 
I know he said he saw him throughout the summer of throughout right. the summer, but then the Bush records say he didn't show up there till September. Yeah, he, he saw him on dates when even they say he wasn't there. So good luck to his credibility. And he was making up drills in my office. Boy, what a war hero Bush is! But not Max Cleland isn't, according to Ann Coulter. Well, you know what they say about that bitch. Yeah. All right, Neil. Have a great day, pal. Pray for us all. And her hanging pastrami. Oh, we don't want to play that, do we today? Well, when Duff gets you that information, <laughs> hold your breath. <gasps> Like right now. Yeah. I have a suggestion for you, Muff, okay, while you're sitting in there making a schedule with Clarence. Duff, get off this instant. Yeah, get off your ass and get with some of that info for it. It would be nice. Just, 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 uh, we don't want to talk about it on the air, but it would just be nice to find out some of these things. 152, let's get the president on here for a second or two. Before they fully materialize. And uh, that's enough. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Basta di chupa. Ann Coulter is a party girl slut. Party girl slut. Party girl slut. Ann Coulter is a party girl slut. Party girl slut. Party girl slut. On her back, legs are spread, Nancy Snatch is good head, Nancy Snatch, 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 a camel toe. A good girl who wants to be a media whore and prefers it on top quiver. You want more? On this lady? Here's what I'll give you. She's got a book to read about slandering. Nobody knows more about slandering out with a big stupid mouth than anyone to the left of Mangala. Such a good Christian girl, you want to strangle her. Pontificating who she's hating. Political pundit pontificating. Scrub on the floor and masturbating. A Republican skanky hoe. She's a federalissimo. Making liberal a dirty word, you know. In a mini skirt showing camel toe. And Coulter knows what hate can be in a mini skirt that smells fishy. She's a tall drink of water on the side of law and order with a back alley look. If you like your broad collar, if you got the money, she'll spread those legs with a cigarette and a chardonnay. And Coulter and Coulter, political pundit, the angel of the right and an easy lay. So those rumors about John Kerry and the intern were star started by a roving maniac who planted is what I'm hearing. Schwarzenegger urged to arrest San Francisco mayor. Oh, my God. A Christian legal group wants California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger to arrest the mayor of San Francisco for issuing nearly 2,000 marriage licenses to homosexual couples in defiance of state law. The American Family Association Center for Law and Policy called Mayor Gavin Newsom's decision to oversee the nation's first officially sanctioned same-sex weddings Thursday an arrogant stunt proving the radical homosexual movement will trample rights of all who stand in their way. <laughs> That's right, we're going to just stomp on you. The AFA's law center wrote Schwarzenegger and Attorney General Bill Lockyer on Friday insisting the mayor not only violated civil law, but criminal law as well. Schwarzenegger and other state officials have remained mum, silent on the issue. The letter cites California's penal code section, is that a play on words? Penal code section 115, which prohibits the knowing procurement of any false or forged instrument to be filed or recorded in any public office. The penalty for the felony, the letter notes, is up to three years in prison. The AFA says this means three years for each false certificate issued, which sounds to me like about 6,000 years. And that wouldn't satisfy him at all. 
The motion filed on behalf of the pro-family lobby group Campaign for California Families by the public interest firms Lively and Ackerman and Liberty Council, beware of anything with the name with the word liberty in it, Yes. presents an irrefutable argument that Newsom and Clark, uh, Clerk Nancy Alfaro had no authority to redefine marriage in direct conflict with California law, asserted the group's president and general counsel, Matthew Staver, as they attempt to stave off all of this faggery in California. The rule of law will be restored in California, Staver said. The mayor and the clerk have no right to act as tyrants ruling San Francisco as their personal dictatorship. How do you like that? Well, screw you, buddy. So there you go. That's uh, pretty much it. We got over 2,600, probably 27. I haven't even checked it again recently on the uh, Hot Couples Contest. Keep those votes pouring in. You got till 155 on uh, Friday to determine the big wiener. And did we make a thought? Uh, now, see, if I would have put the big push on, 949. Uh, if I should have said, if I could have said, we're going to put George on the next five minutes, believe you me, that would have done it. In fact, let's do an extra five minutes. Let's go. Can't do that. We got important fish to fry, baby. We got sports. We got the mad dog. We got the humper. We got the big oh. at that NFL thing tonight, baby, with the old combine. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 5.5.